With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, hey, welcome everybody uh, to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. Boy, it's been a hell of a run and thank you for joining us tonight. Kind of an impromptu show. I'm so glad folks could join us and I know we're going to have uh, more people joining us later on. I, uh, most people, I've been trying to get more people together. Most people said they couldn't join us till uh, like seven or after, which is fine. We've got we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, all the shows we've done in the past. First of all, I want to welcome the people that are that are here with us. Kara's on at work. I understand she's on the computer listening. She can't talk, and Kara, we certainly appreciate that. And then we have Mr. Rubber Chicken, George, down in Florida. <laughs> George, thank you for joining us. And who else is on the line? I see we have another Vermont caller. This is Patty. Hey, Patty. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And uh, just give me a minute to, to go through a few things. First of all, George, uh, you, you had mentioned a few things about uh, in the past that uh, you're, you're going to miss the show, and I certainly do appreciate that. But we're going to keep doing it. We're going to do like uh, – more community-type announcements, you know, when big events come, not Mayfest, I mean, yeah, there'll be a, a show about that, we'll talk to the vendors, but the uh, other events, like Maple Mania and uh, other events coming to town, and we're still going to do talks, but they'll be they'll be uh, posted on the Money Saver, which is a paper that I work for that I'm proud to do, and uh, we'll still have talks, but they probably won't be as heated as the shows we've had in the past. And uh, there will also be follow-ups, especially very important. I know Vance Savage, he's supposed to join us. You know, he had a great – he's got that movie coming out or, or the, the series from the Discovery Channel uh, talking about the murder here in Bennington years ago. And uh, we will definitely have a talk on that once the show comes out and so forth. So don't don't think we're going away. It's just uh, there was no need for the page to continue, the group page, and uh, – we're still going to do talks, so George, uh, you know, we appreciate you listening down there. How's the weather down there, George? Uh, it sucks in my opinion. We're currently like 84, 86 degrees, so I'm still probably the only Floridian complaining about the weather because you guys are lucky having that cool weather, but we're finally getting the 70s tomorrow and then the 60s the next couple of days before we go back to the scorching 80s, so for those that want, wish to have warmer weather, they're just making it go into the 80s and 90s, and my part is like... Can somebody have a teleporter so that I can enjoy some of that snow? <laughs> well, George, just for, just for folks that don't know who you are, give us, give us uh, your connection to Bennington, because I've heard the story, but maybe there might be some folks that don't know. What What's your connection to the Bennington area? Um, how far back did you want me to go from not last too, time I was there or all the way back from when I was born? No, no, just recently, what, why you're listening and, and how you're connected to Bennington. Um, it's only to go all the way back. I'm connected with Bennington because I was born there back in 1979 from, I guess, the Bennington Putnam Hospital. And I guess after we vacated down here in 1983 for, I guess, like a week or two, we ended up going back to Vermont. Um, 
in the summertime of 93. My mother wanted to move down to Florida. So in 94, somebody bought our house up. And again, um, my grandmother started feeling sick, so we came up there for a short time. Came back down here because I asked me to be moved. She passed away, so in suddenly we moved up there. Skipping Utah part, 2002, Bennington Bike, excuse my language, Bennington 279, bought us out for the future project of the Bennington Highway thingy to go from East Main to, I guess, South Street, I think it's called. So that's how I got stuck as a Floridian. And from that, my Facebook group seems to be growing more Vermont, and it's like, oh, man, any local Floridians around here? <laughs> well, that was a good story, and thank you so much for joining us. We have a couple of others down in Florida. I know Suzanne Wright will be joining us shortly. She's down in Florida. And I just wanted to give a little recap of, you know, why you're listening. And so, you know, you know what's going on in the community. You've got a lot of ties here, and that's what I just wanted to mention. And also, uh, uh, Mary, you're on the line, right? Or No, Patty. I'm sorry, Patty. Mm-hmm. This is, I'm here. Patty, can you tell your connection and why you're why you're with us tonight? Well, I lived in Vermont for 45 years, moved away for a little while, and now I'm back again. And I started with the Mary Rogers thing because Mary Rogers um, was the one who murdered my great uncle. Yeah, so I, I remember that. I became intrigued with Bennett, the, the, the talk show since then. I really hadn't heard that much about it because I'm not very technology uh great <laughs> so uh, rather stupid at times so i just uh have to do everything slow and finally you know now that i finally caught on to stuff now it's going to be going away but it is what it is well it's not necessarily going away number one that story as soon as vance lets me know we're going to talk about it we're going to have a show so it's not going away it's just not going to be the excited crazy stuff we used to talk about it's going to be more about community events and things like the movie or, or the story on discovery channel and and, mm-hmm. and and that's all you know we're not going to have the facebook page it'll be on the money saver that's all that's all that'll be all right yeah yeah exactly but that was a real that was truly one of my favorite shows because uh, a lot of people didn't know about it and even you yourself nope. uh, seemed quite surprised as we talked and uh, so that was one of my favorite shows because uh, it, it enlightened a lot of people, and that was one, one of the great things that we've done here. And we're looking forward to talking to Vance. Hopefully he can join us tonight. Have you heard anything since then? No, I haven't. Um, I'm not really in Vance's loop there, but um, I've been studying a lot. I've gone down to my aunt who has tons of stuff. I've been to who's a follow-up and talked to the historian. And when the weather gets a little less, more snow gone, George, we'll send it down to Florida for you. We'll um, go to the cemeteries and start looking because no one really knows where she's buried or they're not telling. So it's it's, it's interesting. A lot of twists yeah, and turns. Exactly, exactly. And have you looked any research up on it at the library or anything? Oh, uh, no, not really. I've just been going through um, the Historical Society and Who's Files has a couple of cratefuls. So I've been reading that. My aunt has a couple of cratefuls and stuff. I've ordered a couple of the books on the subject, waiting for them to come in because they're not printed anymore. So I just have to you know, wait for people to ship them and stuff like that. But no, just the information right now that I have available, then I'll worry about the research. But I mean, I'm going through the trial. I just finished the trial itself, which was a humongous amount of reading. But um, it was interesting. So I'm just learning as I go. And then, like I said, when I run out of material, I'll go look at the other stuff. <laughs> Well, no, it was a true, and that's what we're doing tonight. We're recapping, kind of going back and talking about things we've done in the past. 
And that was one of the shows where I, I had only intended like a 10 or 15 minute conversation. I think we went to 40 minutes on that show just about that because it was so interesting and so many people didn't know about it. So that was one thing I, I, I truly enjoyed doing. And I hope, hopefully Matt can join us tonight and maybe give us an update. Oh, I hope so. You know, and I hope this Discovery Channel really comes because there is so much stuff that wasn't even mentioned in those books. And some of the stuff is very contradictory and very, you know, a lot of controversy and stuff going on around this. And it just amazes me that I only knew about it like a month before that show because our families didn't talk about it back then. So and you, it was you, a hush, you hush had, thing. And, and the whole, when was the last time you heard about that before we talked about this on the Facebook oh, just, just a month before is when I found really? out about it. Yeah. Really? And I had saw it on Facebook before, but I and I made a comment to somebody. I wonder if I'm related to this lady, you know. And no one ever gave me any comment back, so I didn't have any clue. My uncle, well, my cousin, was the one who said to me, "You know, yes, Patty, you are. Call me." So I called him and found out. <clears throat> and ever since then, for the past, like I want to say, a couple months here, I've been going crazy with, you know, twice a week going to my aunt's and going places, and one day a week, so three or four days a week, I'm out on the road talking and looking about Mary Rogers and books that people have already gotten stuff information on. That's, that's great. So it's, yeah, it's a learning process. And, and do people do people now come up to you and ask you about it? You know, no. your family. Your what about your family members? Cousins, nieces, nephews, and so forth. Well, not a whole lot. No, that I really kind of kept it between my cousin and I. That really, and my my kids that have been. I'm doing this research because I just, I just, I don't want to open up any wounds or cause any problems because it hasn't been talked about. And most of the original, there's only five left of the original 15 of the grandchildren, my grandfather's, because it was his brother that died. So, um, you know, I'm just not, I'm just want to get enough information for myself before I can um, say much to anybody else. You know, I want to get a little bit more knowledge because there's just so much out there. And there's well, a lot well, of wrong out there. Well, and, and if you don't mind, because, uh, you know, we've got a lot of people going to join us. Actually, we've got a lot of people listening on their computer right now. But just for the record, because people might not have uh, a listened or know your connection. Can you first of all tell your connection? Are you, you know, how you're related to this whole story and so forth? Uh, and we're talking about the Vance Savage came on and did a talk here about a murder here in Bennington years ago up near where the old pepper mills is now. And uh, there's a picture I've left, I believe, on Facebook talk about the hanging and can you just recap kind of quickly about how you're tied into the whole story? Well, my grandfather on my mother's side, it was his brother that Mary killed, chloroformed up there by the Pepper Mill, the old steakhouse. And um, because she wanted the insurance money. And she had one woman, Stella, was involved in it, but she never got um, charged for anything because she wasn't there the actual night of the... Um, the killing, and she had a one of her little honeys get involved, and that's a nice way of putting it, I guess. And um, so he, they did go through with his murder, put him in the river, and it was just you know not too long, and people found out about it. But she was several years in prison in Windsor because there was no legislator at that time to about hanging a female, so they had to do a legislative thing and pass it before they could even which I just learned this the other day, because they could even hang her. So she, that's why she was in jail for a few years. It wasn't like she did this, they had a trial, and then she, they hung her. She, she had to wait a few years because of all this other stuff that was going on. So it's really, really interesting to the turns. But it is my great uncle on my grandfather's side 
who got murdered, which was Marcus Rogers was the one who got murdered. Okay, okay. And and, and uh just just so folks know we're talking we're talking about the uh, uh Discovery Channel came to town, did some filming, uh took some information. We did a talk uh, with Vance Savage about this and it'll be on T V. Uh when was the date that you left her? I I thought it was like what, June, July it might be on? Yeah, later later in the summer is all I know. But there's a lot of material out there. I mean, there are books that have to be there, but there's, you know, it was in lots of banners. Like I said, I've been reading the Bennington transcripts. Um, but there has been several books that have been um, noted in. So um, it's a little bit of dirty research because they're out of print now, but um, which is an interesting thing to go about. But it's really pretty, pretty interesting. And the hardest part is like Bennington's dilemma of everything being torn down and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, finding the landmarks of what they talk about, where it happened and where – people found him, you know, because it, the, those structures are no longer there, you know, so it makes it a little bit, a little bit harder, you know, there's no street lights or anything on this Coolidge Bridge or the Coolidge Mill Bridge, I think it's called, and, you know, there's just nothing there, so it's kind of hard to get the square well, where all this happened, you know, well, from the start to the much, end. It's pretty much behind where the rec center is now and between there and the pepper mills, correct? Right, it's from, from the right-hand side, if you're going up Coolidge from Grant Street, um, Coolidge Avenue, take your right and Coolidge Avenue for Main Street, and it's in that block right there, that from the Coolidge Avenue over to, to Main Street, right in that center area right there. That's the area we're talking about. But, you know, like I said, they talk about old things in the, in the papers and all that kind of stuff, but the, the structures aren't there anymore, so it's kind of hard. And I'm sure that tree with a hat, there was a hat that hung on with a, with a suicide note. I mean, who knows where that hat, where that tree is? I'm sure it's been cut down by now, <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. It's kind of that's hard. True. It's kind of hard to follow some of it because, like I said, some of the landmarks aren't there. So it's made me go and look at different uh, mills and factories that were around that area at that time, so I can kind of get my bearings. So it's been kind of nice with, with Tim Wager showing the before and after of some of the Benningtons because I've learned where some of the things were, you know, and what they were, what they are now. So it makes it a little simpler. Well, Tim, Tim Lager's been a great resource, and uh, I'm surprised he hasn't joined us on a call. Uh, anyway, so somebody asked, uh, when was this, back in the 1920s? Do you know the exact date? Oh, 19, 1902, August. 1902. Yeah, August 12th of 1902. She was murdered in December of 1905. I believe that's my dates, if I got them correct. Wait a minute, you said she was murdered. Hold on, he was murdered. No, oh, he I was murdered was... in 1902, but then she, got mur- then she was killed in 1905. Or hung, I guess you want to say. Yeah, he was he was murdered in um, 1902, and she was hung in 1905. Okay, there you go, there you go. So, anyways, that was one of the great conversations we had. It was a wonderful conversation. It went on and on, and I was so happy to have it. Hopefully, Vance can join us tonight. Uh, here's an opportunity. I see we had two more callers come in. If you just want to say hello and just uh, join us right now, now's your chance. Hi, uh, it's Jim Carroll. How are you? Hi, Jim. How are you tonight? Good. How are you doing? Well, what we're doing is we're kind of reviewing all the talks we had, and I don't know if you were in on the conversation about the uh, Discovery Channel coming to town. Do you remember that conversation? Uh, yes, I do, and I think I mentioned that uh, my uh, friend, uh, John Kennedy, he was my best friend growing up on School Street. He lived in a house, his, and his family still does own the same house, and uh, there was a woman who poisoned her husband, uh, who ended up uh, getting killed, or well, was put to death uh, because she poisoned her her husband, and it happened in the house that John Kennedy uh, grew up in at 325 oh, wow. School Street. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was another. I do remember reading that there was another one somewhere. It was in a paper, but it wasn't Mary, so I didn't continue reading on who it was. This guy I was think it was the, right around the same time, too. Yeah, the 1900s, yep. yep. I, yeah, that's true, yep. Because John's house is on School Street, correct? Yes. Going to account, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I had remembered her name. I'll have to try to remember, figure that out now. Now that you have my intro curiosity up again, I'll try to figure out who that other woman was. But, mm. but Mary, Mary was the last one that was hung in in the state of Vermont. Well, I want to chime in. Someone just asked, wasn't there a lake there back back in that time? Was there a lake there? Where? Not, not that I've read. No. Where? Uh, well, the they- Mill. I'm just passing information that people are typing no, there, into the conversation. Up by, uh, the old, the old steakhouse. Is that what you're talking right. about? Yeah, the there was, so there forth. was, there was in fact a, a pond there. Oh, uh, yeah, a they, pond, but not a lake. Yeah, yeah, right. There was a pond there. Uh, my grandparents built a house. It's the very first house on uh, Beach Street. It's one two three Beach Street, but only after uh, a great deal of that area had been filled in with uh, fill. Uh, but yes, there in fact was uh, a pond there long well, before what, even any of us were uh, even a. Uh, but was that more? Uh, wasn't that more to the Beach Street side? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah, it was more on going yeah. towards the Beach Street side. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought that was right. Yeah, it wasn't a lake. It was just kind of a a pond. No, yeah. it was a pond. It was a pond. <laughs> it was a good sized it was... pond, but it wasn't a little a little, little swamp hole. Let's put it that way. It was a, a little bigger than that, <laughs> but not quite yeah. a lake. Yeah, but it was pretty sizable. So anyways, we're recapping things we talked about, and that was one of the more interesting conversations we had. Uh, like, I, like I was telling, you know, I, I intended maybe 10 minutes to talk about it. It was a 40-minute show just talking to Vance Savage, and that's one thing we will follow up of, follow up on, and we will have a talk with Vance as soon as the Discovery Channel announces the date and time that they're going to show the, the program. So, you know, it's not going away. That's something we'll talk about. I wanted to mention uh, Kara's with us, and, and Kara, uh, she, she can't join us on the phone, but she's talking about a screening of a film, and she didn't elaborate. So, Kara, if you want to type some more information there in your text box in our chat message, I can talk about that. But uh, we invited everybody that has been on the show since we started and it's kind of just a recap, you know, just talk about all the fun things, the highs and the lows, and we're going to get into a few things in a little while. And, uh, uh, Jimmy, I know you had some fun uh, on the show here. Hopefully a few others can join us uh, right Actually, I did, Brian, one. and I, I just want to tell you, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry to see that uh, you backed away from this. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, your show um, really has been most popular when, when uh, there are things, there have been things that have drawn the lightning, and uh, that's not going to happen every day. You and I both know that. Um, no. Nevertheless, uh, what I hope you'll do is that you know when there are things that are controversial, that you'll let people know that maybe it's the right time to talk instead of uh, just giving up on it. Uh, because I think it's useful. It's a, it's, a, it's a useful dialogue, and it lets people. Let down their hair and uh, and talk about things that need to be talked about. And, well, you know, well, we don't always get we all, we don't always get a, a setting like uh, WBTN or the Banner to uh, cover something like this. And uh, I would be sorry to see uh, that opportunity uh, pass away for uh, the people of Bennington. 
And I think well, what Jim, we do is it's important. Jim, I very much appreciate that, and we've talked offline about this. And you know, there's been uh, I mean, I've had some threats. I mean, people get so offended when we talk things. I mean, uh, private messages. You know, people get offended about what we say. This, that, and I try to tell them it's a forum, it's a talk. And, and it's crazy, you know, and, and the drama kind of drives me nuts. So that's why I want to focus on community events and uh, new business opening, you know, basically positive, uplifting things. But you're right. We had a lot of great fun. We had some serious conversations just before the election. Um, no, I, I, Brian, I, I just hope you won't give up on that. It's important. No, no. And I know, I know uh, you know, I know what it feels like to draw the lightning. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's not always comfortable, but. I think uh, I've said this to you before. The thing that I admire most about anybody is fearlessness, and uh, it, it does take uh, a certain degree of fearlessness to to just say, "Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it with one another." And not everybody's going to agree with you, and I don't think you do this for that reason. So I hope you'll continue. Well, thank you, Jim, and that's, that's exactly why I do it, because I enjoy it. Like I, like I said in my post, you know, in the winter, there's not a lot to do at nighttime. You know, it gets 6 o'clock at night, and the things are pretty quiet. So this was a fun thing to do, but with this warm weather coming, now the, the sunlight's on, to, you know, till 8 o'clock. Uh, I've got other things I can do, and and uh, but we'll, certainly we'll continue, you know, to do it. But uh, And, Jim, you've been a a great participant, and I appreciate it. Anyways, right now uh, is a good chance. There's a lot of people on the call tonight. Anybody else want to chime in, say hello, that they're here? Yeah, Joey from the Bennington Film Festival. Hi, Joey. How are you tonight? Good. How are you doing? Actually, I think Kara was trying to explain that. She was typing. Are you on the computer too, Joey, or just on the phone? On the phone. Okay. I think she was trying to type in, but for some reason it keeps getting cut off. So if you can tell us a little bit about the film festival. I've seen the post. If you want to go ahead and explain how that all plays out and what's going on with that. The Bennington Film Festival is taking place in October. It's a short film festival, uh, anything up to an hour, although we might show a few later, uh, a few longer films. It's going to be shown at Old Castle, uh, probably a few venues, maybe in uh, North Bennington. We are going to try to utilize Willow Field for the, uh, for, the, for the kids category and for the horror film, maybe have a midnight showing of, of uh, Nosferatu and a few other uh, movies there. So that'll be great. But, uh, you know, that's seven months or six months from now, five months from now. In the meantime, we are now just kind of getting up and running by forming a committee. And we have some great people on the committee. We have Fidel Marino, who created the film festival. He's an Oscar-nominated filmmaker for the Wiping the Tears of Seven Generations. If you want to check out his work, it's pretty – it's beautiful work. It's on YouTube. And we have Kara, and we have a guy named Forrest Bird. And we have Ben Monahan and TJ Stamola, possibly Janet Slay, and of course Eric Peterson, because he is uh, letting us use Old Castle for three days. So that's pretty awesome. But uh, hey, Joey. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Jim. I just wanted to say that's a great idea. And uh, one of the guys that uh, was interested in, in uh, finding an animator happened to come into uh, Crazy Russian Girls, where I'm working until I can get the car reopened. And uh, Natasha has suggested uh, 
um, uh, him contacting folks at uh, Bennington College. But you know, here's a thought for you: at um, on Fourth of July, uh, up at uh, Willow Park, I think that would be you know, if, if you have films that are ready, uh, that would be a great forum for you to. Um, uh, 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 show these uh, videos that may or may not be ready at, at the time before the fireworks. That's a possibility. And I think you could do it for absolutely nothing. The only thing you'd have to do is provide the projector and a screen for it. We will, definitely, a, uh, will that uh, something we can definitely talk about at the next committee uh, gathering? We uh, meet every uh, second Tuesday or two weeks on Tuesday, the Donovan's on East Main. Anybody is invited, and uh, we're encouraging anybody to come join because we have a lot of a lot of things we need to kind of pass around responsibilities, uh, including uh, when we call for submissions. It's going to be a juried film festival. We're going to need folks to watch a lot of these films and you know give mm. their input. So uh, there's something big coming up next Wednesday, April Fools. Uh, no joke. There's a free movie night in Bennington um, at the Vermont Veterans Home. Six o'clock in the crisp room. Anybody in Bennington is invited to come and watch a movie. Uh, it's going to be a potluck, um, and we—it's going to be kind of a comedy night, um, a comedy movie. And we have come up with eight movies, and we're—we are leaving it up to Bennington folks to vote on the movie they want to see. And so the eight choices are Harvey from 1950, Bringing Up Baby from 1938. Up in Smoke, Cheech and Chong, 1978, Blues Brothers, Fletch, The Jerk, Pineapple Express, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So uh, we are... Young Frankenstein. We have um, a Facebook page called Bennington Films, and I posted something today, and it's also on the Bennington Bulletin page, and we're just... We're asking folks in town who love comedy movies to vote on one of those movies. If you want to write in your own movie in the reply section, that'll be great. You never know. Maybe a lot of people will uh, agree with that. But um, that's kind of like the big thing to get uh, the word out is we're offering a free movie on April 1st, 6 o'clock, Vermont Veterans Home, which is one of the hidden jewels of Bennington that not a lot of people really know about. You should go check the uh, halls out there. It's pretty awesome. Isn't the crisp room way around back? The crisp room at the veterans' home. Isn't that the room that's way around in back of the veterans' home? It is in the uh, very back. It's um, actually, I think it might be on the second floor too. I'm not sure. I I, I haven't okay. stepped in there. I I know that it's their big main room and it holds many many people. And it's um, they've been very gracious to let us use it. Fidel works there. He he does some programs there, so that was his uh, tie. And so he got them. They agreed to let us watch a movie for free. It's just a it's great community yeah, engagement. That's really nice. Joey, Joey, I think that's great. And uh, let, let me ask you, uh, you're saying we. Uh, what organization, Who what? who's doing this? The organization is called Bennington Films. We might change. Okay. We just came up with that title Tuesday night. We might add a word, Bennington Film Collective. Yeah. We, had a, we had a big chat over what it should be called. And uh, Bennington Films, for now, is what it's called. We have a Facebook page called Bennington Films. And that it's a ad hoc organization just of people who love movies who are getting together and creating this under kind of like the uh, 
the guy who was nominated for an Oscar back in 1992. You know, it's again, we're lucky to have that kind of person in town. You know, so um, that is who is doing it. We have six or seven people so far on the committee. We would love more, and um, we're just encouraging anybody. This is for the community. the The idea is to bring a lot of people to Bennington to watch all of these great short films, and we're going to have a lot of awards. You know, we're going to have a Exigent Company is um, offered a thousand dollars for the best college film, mm-hmm. and uh, we have about ten categories. Maybe we're going to have a few more, but you know, we're going to try to bring people into town, which is great. But really, the film, Bennington Film Festival is for us first, as Bennington folks, as North Bennington folks. Just a really cool event for ourselves to enjoy all these great short movies. And oh, by the way. There might be a lot of people who come into town too, who are film buffs and uh, want to enjoy movies. So it's just—it's a great idea, and it's taking flight. Well, Joy, I appreciate you sharing uh, that with us, and it's—it's it's another great thing going on here in Bennington. Uh, we have some uh, a lot of people on the computer tonight, which is odd. Um, and there's some questions here. Are you on? You're not on the computer, Joey. No, but if you want to read one of them to me, I'll try to give a. Well. Answer. You, uh, you don't want me to read all of them, trust me. Um, well, hold on. Let me try to read them for you, so we'll get six. Are there any of them, you know, uh, any of them with pitchforks waiting to, you know, be well, well, hold, hold on, hold on, Joey. George, go ahead. What were you going to say? I said I'd be glad to read them for you. Let me too, starting with guest six. He had a question about uh, wondering if people, if anybody heard about the governor's mansion in Vermont burned down, almost took out the whole trailer park. And a guy from Vermont passed away and left the entire state to his beloved wife, but she can't touch it until she's 15. Okay, I'm not sure. Not sure about how that relates to anything. Keep going. What else? Can, because let, let me let me hold on, George. Uh, uh, Joey, for some reason, my text messages people will type in, and I'm only getting one, two, three, about 12 words, and it stops. So, and I, I explain that on my chat thing. I don't know what's wrong. It's just very unusual. Um, but it probably froze up because they were talking about October before we get to the through spring and summer again. What do you mean? Well, somebody mentioned about the film thing, something being in, in October, and we haven't even gotten through April and May spring yet. But your computer probably froze up just thinking about October cold. <laughs> <laughs> just a little uh, thought. Anyways, uh, guest six has something. Why did they build the Mercedes plant so close to the Vermont University? Uh, oh, okay. Guest number six is a wise guy. So guest number six, I'm not going to read your messages anymore. Trust me, you don't want to hear what he's got to say, but that's fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing they had a question. And hold on. Please mention there is... There is uh, the first annual, and, and and again, there's a glitch tonight for some reason on my end. Uh, George, are you seeing the whole messages? Yeah, but every um, one of them that's coming in. Guest nine was wondering about what happened to the Hilton canopy, and mentioned coming to Bennington. I have no idea. Well, I've been I've been in touch with the developer in New Hampshire, and uh, he said as soon as he can make it, he can. Uh, he'll let me know. So. You know, I know there were some people who thought that was just a phantom person, but if anyone would like to see the emails and my phone logs, I'll gladly show anybody who wants to come into the gallery. But, you know, it sort of died down, and uh, so such is life. But 
you know, it's still a possibility, and I'm still reaching out to other developers. So if it isn't Hilton, maybe it's Sheraton, maybe it's somebody else. But just because one developer hasn't come yet doesn't mean that I can't make 20 other calls to other developers. Good answer, Joey. And I, I'm just he's just sharing because that's I couldn't read the whole thing. So and I actually uh, guest number six has been deleted. He's putting some crazy stuff up there. So whoever you are, guest number six, go find something else to do. Go. Go watch Jeopardy or something because we don't need your crap here tonight. And uh, Joey, I wish you were you were on the computer. Can you sign on the computer too? Because you, you can see. The I don't know because chat. if I sign if I sign on, is then is there going to be some kind of weird glitch between me being on the phone? Or no, maybe not. There, um, there should. I don't. Be, I don't have should, a username though. Yeah, well, just signing as guest. There really shouldn't be, but that way you can see what I'm talking about. Anyway, folks, we're having kind of a last night talk, reminisced about things going on. We've got Jim Carroll, uh, Joey uh, Culkin, uh, Kara Spindler, uh, George from Florida. Who else we got online today? We've got a, quite a few new new people. Go ahead. Got quite a few new new people. Go ahead. Well. Well, I'm sorry to hold everybody up, but we've got seven callers on the phone and only three people talking. So, obviously, uh, someone want to chime in on something? New, a new caller? Oh, I'm a new caller, Mike. Hi, Mike. How are you tonight? You're good, Brian. How are you doing? Mike, we're just going over everything we talked about in the past. You know, we've had some great conversations, some of them more lively than others. Uh, we're talking about future things. Just now we're talking about the film festival with Joey Coughlin, uh, Jim Carroll was on talking about uh, how, you know, just things happening. So what's up with you today, Mike? Anything going on? Nothing. I'm sorry you're winding your show down. I think you ought to keep doing it, you know, your program. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. And like like I mentioned earlier, you just joined us. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, we will still keep doing it. It will be more of a talk about community events and uh, uh, new businesses opening in Bennington. It will be posted on Money Saver uh, page, which is the newspaper I work for. Uh, the talk, you know, it'll continue, but just not quite as lively as it was. I think just before the election, a lot of shit uh, uh, came down, and we had a lot of fun, uh, including yourself. We had some great conversations with Jim and and Suzanne and so forth. So, uh, but you know, the fluoridation issue, this, that, the other thing, it just got on, so it was on and on, and, and it's just I'm not in politics. I'm I'm just an everyday guy, and these. You gotta uh, be nice in politics, Brian, to survive today. The whole world is politics. <laughs> well, hey, here's a topic. Hey, hey, you guys, here's a topic that you might want to uh, consider, and uh, the Vermont uh, beverage tax. The stupid tax. We got to get rid of it. Don't even talk about it. Well, you got to talk about it. What do you mean? Uh, don't well, even talk well, about it. Hold on, hold on, hold, hold Jeff. <clears throat> I, I actually, Mike's comment. Believe it or not, I agree 100 percent with him. The whole thing is absolutely ridiculous. Okay, all right. I'm just saying that I think it's a worthy topic. You know, oh, they're, they're calling for. I think it's like ten cents a, a can, and you know, for me as a uh, small businessman, you know, that's adding another ten cents to uh, each can of, of uh, Coke right. or Diet Coke or whatever I sell. They shouldn't be doing it, Jim. They're just another waste of people. We send these people to the legislature up to the legislature every year, and all they do is complex mm -hmm. things, make it worse. They come back. We're no better off. Let me just play devil's advocate on this. And, I, and I, you know, ostensibly, you know, at this point in time, I would be opposed to it because I'd have to raise 
uh, the cost of each can of soda. But here's the, here's the long view on it: that uh, you know, with each uh, can of uh, soda, you know, by and large, uh, um, uh, too many Vermonters are buying this stuff, and it's increasing uh, diabetes and uh, increasing the weight of, of individuals. It's, it's you know, you harming, their, it's harming, their, harming their teeth. It's harming their teeth. Let me finish. It's harming their teeth. Let me finish, Mike. If you'll just let me finish. I'm just playing who's, devil, who's devil's talking? advocate who's here. Who's talking? I'm, I'm, sorry, just playing, I'm just playing devil's advocate here for a minute. I'm, uh, you know, on the face of it, I'm opposed to it. But there are, there are, there are costs to uh, people in, in uh, increased use or um, consumption of all these things. So, you know, and, and who ends up paying for it in the long run? It goes to Medicaid and it goes, and Medicaid is funded by the state and the federal government. So there's, there are the yeah, answer me this around. question. Answer me this question. How many times have they gone up on the cigarette tax, Jim, and you still smoke? I know it, but you know the the uh, there, addiction my to point. cigarettes. The addiction, the addiction to cigarettes, and and I don't know if there is even an, an addiction to to soda, but of you course know, there is. Uh, you're addicted to everything. Everything that people like, you're addicted to. You're addicted to sex. You're addicted to soda. You're addicted to cigarettes. Okay, well, I'm just throwing it out there, you know, on a factual. Yeah, I'm addicted basis. to hear you put out these ideas because I keep calling in the show. The only problem Patty. with this is this is Patty. The only problem with this deposit and charging extra for people is it wasn't done very smartly. You only did it on soda. The problem mm-hmm. with all the rest of it, you didn't think about the the iced teas and all that kind of stuff. That You know, they do the same thing. You're right. So, and, you know, that's the, the trouble with... Uh, and, and, and if you don't, if you don't be careful, like the flavored waters, if you're not really careful, mm-hmm. there's a lot of calories and sugars and all kinds of things in those. So you really have to read because many of those uh, flavored waters are give you calories. Then there are mm-hmm. several that don't. So you have to pay attention, and you know you're gonna you're gonna pay attention if you want to, and you're not going to if you don't want to. And I don't think any law, any anything, is going to change anybody's mind. And if they come down, like here's another, thing to, con- here's another right. thing to consider is that you know those bottles of iced tea and and uh, juice. There's uh-huh. there's no nickel uh, deposit on right, any of those. They get thrown away. They get thrown right. away. Which is dumb because, it, to me, yeah, originally, it I think it's it, po- originally years it's ago, I think the more, was to keep the litter off the more pollution. It's creating more pollution, and none of those bottles uh, are being recycled. And that wasn't, hasn't been that long. The water's been taken as a deposit, which is, you know, I don't know. I just think it's really foolish. And if somebody's going to tell me that I can't buy a large drink, then I'm going to buy three mediums. You know, see, I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's going to defeat a purpose. I mean, I can buy a large Biggie soda. It will last me all day long, and I'll keep putting mm-hmm. ice in it. You know, well, you, need to, you need to contact contact our uh, Vermont delegation, Brian Campion, Dick Sears, our senators, uh, Mary Morrissey, Kaya Morris, um, uh, Tim Corcoran, Jr., and uh, Ray Fields, and let them know. And call... Uh, Call uh, the the uh, speaker of the house. Let him know. Who's the Shep speaker of the house? Shep Smith. 
Oh, I haven't been. I'm just returning back to Vermont, so I don't know. You know, I haven't paid much attention to Vermont. So. Well, you, you know, you can, so. you know, just Google with the name, you'll get it. Interesting. Hmm. But you know, the the fundamental uh, question at the bottom of all this is that how do we pay for all these health problems that come with the consumption of uh, all these uh, uh, high fructose and high sugar drinks? There are consequences. And I, I like consequences that, I'm, for everything I'm paying, I'm, paying dev- I'm playing devil's advocate on this. On this end. But I don't think I um, don't think rationing the amount is going to help one darn person. I don't think if people, okay. if they don't want to be helped, they're not going to want to help. And it's it's really sad that everybody else. I know, but you have, know, I'm a smoker. I'm is. a smoker. And, Shame uh, on you. Yeah, I know it. And I've tried to quit. And I, and have, I have a bad lung. Many, many times. And I know the consequences. Mm-hmm. And the long term is that uh, at some point in my life, if I continue to smoke and whether or not, whether or not I quit now, I'm 53 years old, there are going to be some consequences that I'm going to have to pay for. And it, it's not, and that's on a physical level. Right. But there are consequences that, that you and any taxpayer is going to have to pay for because of my recklessness and my inability to, to, to quit. So by extension, the same... But anything in life, though. That's, that's driving the car. Yes, that's true. That's can deal, it can deal with anything but by in extension, life. By extension, those people who continue to consume high uh, corn syrup and fructose and high sugar drinks, there are consequences to that that we all pay for. Do you want to continue to pay for those consequences? Yes, yes, we do, Jim. So change the subject. Right. Well, right. Let's talk about something else. Don't be a smartass with me, you prick. Let's talk about something else. We're tired, of, we're tired of people telling us how to live. That's what we're tired of. What about Jim? You're, a, you're the select board. You're a new select board member. Congratulations. What are you going to do when Johnson Control comes up again under the town plan? Are you going to keep it uh, null and void the way it is now, or are you going to let the, the change of the uh, commercial? Oh, Mike, you and I have been over this. Mike, you and I have been over this. Well, I answer. I'd like to know. The town of Bennington has talked about this for 20 years. Jason Moore. How are you going to vote? For me? How are you going to vote? Jason Morrissey came up with it, the best idea that has ever been offered to Mr. Gladstone. I'm asking you, are you going to vote to change I'm it? I'm not done talking. If you'll, are you going to vote to change it? To shut your yes for a minute. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll explain to you. We've given this guy. Okay, guys, hold on one second. Uh, this is a great conversation. We're going to let it continue. But I just have to tell you two things. Number one, we're coming up on 45 minutes into the first hour of the show. And it's a great conversation, and I want you guys to continue. Uh, I, there's a lot of people that have came in on the call on the phone. I want to let you know, if you want to talk, just hit star 8 on your phone, star 8. And that will put you in a queue, and you'll be the next one to talk. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to mention that because we've got a lot of people that just joined uh, the call. So star 8 on your phone. Uh, as soon as you hit that, you'll be in the queue. You'll be the next one to talk. And... Uh, uh, unless someone gets long-winded, Jim, <laughs> uh, we won't block anybody. We won't mute anybody. So here we go again. I'm going to unmute everybody, and you go ahead and continue with the conversation. Again, if you'd like to talk, just hit star 8 on your phone. Go ahead. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. Mike, Mike, if you'll let me finish. We, Jason Morrissey came up with what I still believe was a brilliant idea, 
and that was he offered Mr. Gladstone anything that he wants. You can make that commercial. You can make it uh, 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 industry. Just come to the board and tell us what you want to do. And not only will we help you get it done, but we as a town, we can offer you low-interest loans that, well, well, I can't say a few other places. I'm sure other, many other places do as well. But we just need to know. And the bottom line is that we have to, con we have to, to uh, protect the, the businesses that we already have. The, historically, the Gladstone family have, a, have a, uh, a history of building strip malls. And I don't think we need another strip mall in uh, the town of Bennington. Uh, now, bottom line for me, Mike, is that we'll work with this guy. We'll do anything that he wants uh, to um, redevelop that property. But just tell us what you want to do. He's already told you what he wants to do. Yeah, build another strip mall. No shit. That's what he. That's what he does for a living. That's what. That's what pays the the town salary of their staff. That's what Hannaford's is. That's what uh, Walmart is. That's what Kmart is. That's right, what he nice. wants to build. He wants to bring jobs here, bring tax revenue, bring taxes to the state, and get people to get off the highway. Another reason to come to Bennington. That's right, what he Mike. wants to do. Where's the mystery Mike. in that? Mike. You and I have talked about History this. And you don't want that. You I, want it. I, you want it so oh, downtown God. Bennington can survive. A few people have come up with no plan for downtown Bennington to no, survive. No, Mike, that's not true. That's well, not true. tell me the plan for downtown Bennington. How come it's uh, so let, well? Let me just go back to your 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 first idea of, of a strip mall. Uh, right now, these are facts on the ground with respect to uh, um, J.C. Penney's and and Walmart. To, as far as I know, and, and the information that I have, these guys are hanging on white knuckle, trying to uh, stay in business. Let's say they bring a target into Bennington. That that may be all well and good, and they're a great store. Uh, so is a Cabela's, but they would directly compete with uh, a Kmart and uh, a J.C. Penney's. Now. And, 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 and for all intents and purposes, yes, they would bring more jobs in, in here. But let me tell you, as I've told you time and time again, when a uh, business developer uh, decides to look at a, an, a, an area where they want to open a store, there are three things that they look at. Uh, proximity to similar businesses, population density, and disposable income. And I've spoken with Michael Harrington directly and the town manager directly about this. We've approached many of these retailers that uh, you and I have spoken about before. And quite frankly, on their own websites, and don't take my word for it, go and look for yourself. These major retailers have said, if you don't have a population density of 100,000 people or more within a, a, I think it's a 15 or 20 mile radius, maybe even bigger. But I'm not sure. Um, I just don't recall, honestly. If you don't have a population density of 100,000 uh, people within, well, let's just go on to the far end of this, of, uh, within a 30-mile radius, don't even bother talking to us. They can go 55 miles east of here to Albany, where they have over 2 million people in a 30 or 35-mile radius. That's 
And as much as we would like those people to, to uh, and those businesses to come to Bennington, let me tell you, as a as a uh, as a retail uh, store owner in New York City for almost 20 years, you go where you have to spend the least amount of money, and you're going to maximize your capital um, and 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 get as many customers through your door as possible. Those I mean, you're not even making. You're not even making. Oh, no, you not even making not making not making any sense, Michael. You're not making any sense. How does Walmart survive? Why is Walmart survive? Why did Aldi come here? Why is Kmart still here? Give me a break, Jimmy. You're not even making sense. You don't want to change Johnson Control because Stuart Hurd and the crew don't want you to change it. Oh, that's please. You don't want to bring jobs so that the people who don't like I do, but we've got to do this. We got to do it sensibly. You want to be in control. You can't even control of your own life, and you want to be control of the destiny of the people of Bennington. Give me a break. Don't get personal with me. Give me a break. Give me a break. Hey, I have a question. This is Suzanne because my understanding is the Johnson Control property is like a prime piece of property in Bennington, and as much as Mike wants a target there and all of that, um, I'm kind of thinking that Bennington should sort of hold out. Maybe put a museum there. I mean, it's right off the 420. What is it? Four? Well, no, it's a 279. 279, yeah. Isn't that like the most prime piece of real estate right now in Bennington? Yeah, we won't, let it develop. we won't let it develop, Suzanne, so we can bring in revenue and get jobs for the people of Bennington. That's what Jimmy wants to bring you. Jimmy wants no, to worry no, no, no. Well, I, I'm not saying it's worry I'm about the sure. bottom line of Kmart and Walmart and don't want to give them competition. No, no, I'm just saying instead of making it into a strip Right mall, now, it pays, it pays the town $7,000 in taxes right now, a year. That's all no, we're getting. I understand that, Mike. What I'm trying to say is that is my understanding. 20 years, Suzanne. Your father was in business here 20 years ago. I know. And I, I mean, I how long is long enough? When are the people going to not have to drive to do more shopping? Why isn't Bennington the mecca for shopping? Why is well, it not Mike, you have to have willing retailers. Saying. You've got to have willing retailers that will come no. in. He, he is, well, the, Gladstones, the Gladstones have been in business for probably, in the commercial business, for 50 to 60 years. They Good, live in Mike. the Hamptons. You know they know Good. how to make money. Here's what you, here's what you tell your, tell your buddy. Tell your buddy. Tell your, Mr., tell your buddy, Mr. Gladstone, to show us the retailers that he wants to bring to he Bennington. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Mike, that, 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 that nobody's interested because it's industrial. They don't waste their time. Okay, um, but my point was is not even talking about Target and all of that, but making it into, um, I think Joey had mentioned, a Maple Museum, um, a craft well, You'd want to put that closer to the downtown so you'd get your visitors to the downtown, Suzanne. You wouldn't want to put it out on a commercial strip. A museum well, would be nice. Another museum downtown, near the downtown. Okay, but I, I know that it was just mentioned previously in earlier conversations that that is a, a good piece of real estate right off the highway. Well, you, you could it, buy up it would be an attraction. I don't know. I guess you could buy up the Greenberg's it, it, property. Buy up the Greenberg's property and put a museum in there. Sure. That would be I great mean, for downtown. Appleman I mean, wanted to make the police station into an uh, art museum. They said well, no to that. Can you imagine if there was a state-of-the-art art museum right there at the federal building? That wouldn't draw visitors to Bennington, 
He had the Rembrandt oh, collection. He Mike, had the. What, uh, does, what does Gladstone want to put in there? Because another, my understanding was that initially he uh, wanted to put the uh, expansion of Walmart in there, and then when that oh, no, no, got no, approved, he no, kind of walked away from it. So no, my understanding no. is, is that Kmart, at least down here, we don't have any. We don't have a single Kmart down here. They're all closing. The one well, in Rutland closed. That's, I mean, that's their corporate problem. I mean, that's nothing you can do or I can do. No, I'm just saying that Gladstone opens these plazas. He's down here in Georgia. I mean, he comes all the way as far south as Georgia. He does these strip malls, and but he doesn't care what happens after, you know. I mean, he's got to. Now, that's, no, that's a stupid statement. He builds these things. Of course he cares what happens. If he doesn't care, know, they don't get he's through. got a strip mall over there with Kmart and J.C. Penney, and both of them have declared bankruptcy as far as I know. That's National. nothing to do with Gladstone. That's corporate. If they move out, I know, move he's going to lose in. two tenants. He's bottom line, food. bottom line, Mike and and Suzanne is that that may be all well and good for Mr. Gladstone because he owns all those properties, but we, the people of Bennington, have two big black holes, and Mr. Gladstone. Still the tax revenue. I'm not done talking. Or not. I'm not done speaking. Uh, we, we'll have two black holes in a in a major um, uh, retail um, location that we've got to fill. Oh, that's if Kmart and J.C. Penney closes, but you just have to make sure that you guys are ready for a target and all of that. You know, you have to make sure your Kmart is stable and all of that because he's right. You're going to end up looking like Florida with all these empty plazas as you drive down Highway 50. You're and never going to have an empty Kmart store building with Gladstone on it. He'll find somebody else yeah. to fill it. Ooh. And even if, it, even if it's empty, Suzanne, guess what? The town of Bennington is still collecting the taxes on the property. Do you know what the taxes right now are on uh, the Kmart Plaza? They pay $169,000 a year to the town of Bennington. All right, Whether Mike. Hey, whether they're Mike, filled or they're vacant. Home Mike, here, pays here, here, Mike, you're tight with, Mike, you're tight with Mr. Gladstone. We all know that. Tell him to come and talk to the town manager and and uh, Michael Harrington, and or me or whomever uh, select board he's got members. He'd, li- he's like the answers no. He doesn't want to wait. You know that old that old saying. You know, try try again. No. We're willing to we're willing to work with this guy. Yeah, and these Have people come play and talk in the to us. League. And and and, and oh, come on. If you're going to tell me that you're going to speak for this guy and say that I'm not he, speaking, uh, you just said it. I'm not speaking okay. for him. I'm speaking okay, as a well fine. You're, I you're asked you a with question. You're, you're, you're tight with him. Usual. You haven't answered the question as usual. Are you going to vote to change it to commercial <laughs> under the new town plan, or are you going to leave it industrial? I've just given you an answer. You're going to leave it industrial. Tell this guy to come and talk with us. He's let already down there. He brought, he brought you a plan. Let's sit down and talk again. Let's sit down and talk again and try, try No, again. he's not going to beg Let's you, try. Jimmy. You're, you're, the, you're the new person That's on the fine. board. You got reelected. He has, nobody, he has nobody to blame than himself. We're willing to work with him. You tell him that. We know you're tight with him. Tell him that. Jim, I need to chime in here. Hey, guys, this is Brian. Uh, I do moderate this, and I try to. I'm using the mute button very little, but uh, we have someone that uh, did hit the star eight button, so they want to chime in on the conversation. So please let this person talk. Go ahead, the person that hit. Go ahead. This is Patty. Patty, go ahead. 
I, you know, I'm a little bit, I don't know, but I'm in the middle about the strip mall and something else. My question is, is Johnson Control Area ready to have anything developed, or what kind of contaminations are in that site still? There still is, to the best of, this is Jim, there still is, to best, the best of my knowledge, that it has not totally been cleared uh, with the EPA. Um, Mr. Gladstone, okay. Mr. Gladstone claims otherwise. But okay, but right, let's just knowledge, for all practical purposes, let's say it's ready to go. Why can't uh-huh. I, I'm going to use some really foolish things, but why not a place like the film festival? Why not a, a skateboard park? Why not I'm going to say roller skating? Something that's that will draw people into Bennington. They're not going to just come to skateboard. They're going to go do are, something else. Patty, I think those are great ideas. Those are great ideas, but you know what? The bottom line, bottom line, it comes down to people that are willing to spend the capital in order to get those things done. And like I've said, and and uh, if you watched any select board meeting or gone to uh, the town uh, Bennington's website, we're willing to work with people. We have low interest loans, um, uh, but there have to be will there have there has to be people willing to put up their own capital. And want to do that? Yeah, I see. I see everybody's view, but my problem is, is that, you know, uh, Mike, I get you want jobs and things for Bennington, and I full am a hundred percent for that. Um, we need some decent paying jobs. However, if we do lose some big store comes in, you do lose Kmart, Pennies, and Walmart. Have you gained anything? And I don't hmm. know enough about yeah, the yes, the, yes, you the have because all that stuff. I don't know anything about all that stuff. Let me. Let me tell you what happens, okay? Mm-hmm. You bring in another store, it brings more people to the area. They then like to be in a location, location, location. Nothing this Jim Carroll or anyone on the select board can do about Kmart, JCPenney, or Walmart, or all these corporate decisions, or Home Depot. There's nothing we can do about that. If we get property that's used, even if it goes out, say, for six months, somebody else comes in, that's still bringing in revenue to the town of Bennington. So people, these property taxes stay the same or go down. So Stu Heard and his crew get paid every year. We need the tax revenue from the property taxes of commercial and or industrial. You need that. That's your base. You don't throw away that income if you had it coming into your household every month. You'd still get that base pay. That's what we need to worry about. Right now, Johnson Control produces virtually nothing. If there was a full plaza up there, similar to Walmart's, You'd be getting close to two hundred thousand a year in property taxes to the town of Bennington instead of seven thousand, plus the taxes that would be created for the state of Vermont in the jobs. So for twenty years, we've lost how much money? I, I just want to chime in on this. This is Brian. Uh, <clears throat> uh, probably this is a good time to say this. First of all, you're listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. We've got uh, a few more callers just came in. Uh, I have first-hand knowledge of Walmart. Uh, a lot of folks don't know that Walmart did not choose Bennington to begin with. Uh, basically, <laughs> uh, they could come into a pre-existing retailer retail store, which was Woolworths at the time. They did that. The only reason they did that to come to Bennington was to get rid of the stigma of the last state in the country to have a Walmart, the first Uh, Walmart in Vermont. There was a big issue. This was in 1995. I was with Walmart. I moved from Westfield, Springfield, Mass, up to Bennington 
to handle this issue. Um, Walmart did not come to Bennington because they thought it was a good uh, a business decision. And here we are exactly 20 years later, and we still have a 50,000-square-foot store. It's not the smallest Walmart in the country. Uh, there's some 35,000-square-foot stores, but it is a small Walmart. Now, you would think after 20 years, if we thought Bennington was a great place to have a Walmart, uh, that they would uh, go on and make it bigger. All this stuff with the, you know, the Country Club and the two, Act 250, it's all a bunch of bullshit because Walmart did not want to come to Bennington. They wanted to go to St. Albans. Their first choice was to go to St. Albans, Vermont. That was in 1994. And basically, it was a done deal until all the environmentalists and everybody came together, and that happened. So first of all, when you're talking about Target, you're talking about other stores, uh, if Walmart had no interest in coming to Bennington only to just get it out of the way, to get rid of this issue of the, the last state in the country to have a Walmart, then it goes to show why would a Target come in or Kohl's or anything? I, I love the community. I, I am very proud of this community. But I want to tell you that Walmart did not come to Bennington because they thought it was a good business decision. With that said, everybody's on mute, and it's a great conversation. I want to keep moving on. Mike, uh, Jim, I don't want to stay on the same topics. Uh, we have a few other people in. I just had another person chime in. So uh, I'm going to unblock everybody and... Uh, Ask who's coming into the call. Hey, Brian. Brian, well, I just want to I want to make one uh, remark uh, about Walmart, and I want to tell you that initially, you know, I I had moved away from Bennington for almost 23 years or 20 years, and uh, I came back in 2003, and my folks were sick at the time, and uh, I really didn't pay too much of a, uh, attention, but I knew that there was there there was a contentious uh, debate about Walmart. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I had seen and done some research about Walmart and saw the damage that they had done with respect to some small towns um, and killing off mom and pops. And, you know, you, we can argue one way or another all day and all night about whether or not, in fact, that was true. However, let me get right straight to the point. And I've had conversations with... Uh, our economic developer, Mike Harrington and Stu Hurd, since uh, 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 the Walmart here in town got permits uh, for redeveloping a uh, super Walmart, we've had a lot more interest uh, from other uh, major retailers uh, to come to Bennington. So, you know, I'll take it on the chin on that one. Um, you know, historically, uh, Walmart and uh, major retailers don't pay the best of wages. We all know that. But it still brings in more businesses in, into town, so I'll take it on the chin and fall on that knife or that well, sword. Jim, Jim, I'm not quite sure what you're saying. Number one, you said a super Walmart. A super Walmart is 145,000 square feet or bigger. This is 115,000 that they're right. proposing. Okay, okay. well, it's if you're not, gonna, it's, not, it, 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 it's not a super center. A super center has... Okay. The humongous right. grocery area. Um, so I don't, I, know, stand I, don't know I stand corrected then. Okay. And for all intents and purposes, you know, the uh, uh, 115,000 square foot 
Walmart would be a super Walmart for uh, us folks in Bennington. <laughs> nevertheless, nevertheless, yeah. the point that I want to the point that I want to make is that um, uh, uh, this this super Walmart is going to has attracted more interest and credit where credit is due. I'll t- you know they deserve it. Okay, and my hold it, hold it, and hold it, and my point is this. I believe because, number one, I learned a lot my five years there. Number two, I don't think it hurt downtown. I don't think it hurt the community at all, and I'm glad they're there. I just want to put that out there. Anyways, we have a few more callers coming in. Uh, I guess Jeff just joined us. Jeff, you with us? I am indeed. Hi, Jeff. We're having a lively conversation tonight. You're listening to the Bennington Area Facebook Talk, the last official show for the group, but uh, we're still going to be doing, you know, talks about community events, just not all these uh, politic things and so forth. We've got a lot of people on the call tonight. Mike Bethel, uh, let's see, who we got? We got Tim Carroll. We've got tons of people, uh, uh, Patty, Deb, uh, Tara. There's a lot of people on the call. Uh, anything you want to chime in uh, with to start with? Uh, I will miss these calls, and uh, I will just tell you from a, an outsider's point of view, uh, again, just because I've only been here 20 months, came to Bennington because of the lack of chain restaurants and the lack of big box stores. Uh, I came from an area of uh, the Maryland suburbs, Columbia, uh, Maryland. place has been completely overrun by uh, uh, chain restaurants. People there, they, they dine day in, day out on just the worst fare ever. Um, uh, and, and Bennington, to me, is a respite from all of that. I hope it stays that way. I think there's room for growth for the Walmart, but to try and bring in a target on top of that, you, you don't have the base here to support a super or a semi-super Walmart, a Kmart, and a and a and a and a, a target. You, I mean, you know, let's well, let's, Jeff, let's be real. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, I, I just want to I have to chime in on this, uh, and I appreciate you that reasoning that you have and. Uh, Here's the thing that has always guided me since I've been on the select board and even before that, and that is that, you know, when we support our local businesses, they're keeping that money in local banks, and that money then, then therefore, it reminds me of uh, uh, the movie uh, It's a Wonderful Life with uh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, I know that scene you're talking about where you say where there's a run on the bank and he's talking about your yeah. money and this is your yeah. This money stays right here. It stays in local banks and that money is therefore uh turned around and it's given to local people for loans, for cars and for their houses. And uh when you have a super retailer like Walmart or Target or Kmart or JC Penney, at the end of the day that money leaves here at the speed of light. And and let's be honest with one another. They pay the worst wages. They pay oh, the very you know, worst. Let me let me just say something. I'll get off the phone. You guys got to start living in the real world. You really, really do. On that slogan that you just said, let's just say, for instance, Walmart pulled out. Okay? Let's say that Kmart pulled out and all these big stores you wanted. Do you think that you, what your property taxes on your residence, can you imagine what it would be? Where would you get the money to pay the salaries at the town hall alone? Mike, I don't, look, hear I don't me deny, out. Hear me I don't out. deny that for a second. I don't hear me deny out. that for a second. Where would Not you for get one second. me to do the road infrastructure that we've been putting off for years? 
Where would you get the money to fund our school systems? What, what do you people live in a vacuum? Oh, this is my 2015. God. There well, is no mom and pop stores downtown that pay twenty five dollars no. an hour wages, Jimmy. No, they don't anymore. They don't they anymore. Just, but Jimmy, the, they the, never the, paid twenty five dollars an hour. The guarantee that, that people pay her that are working at, at these places hour. like oh, come they on, don't Mark. pay benefits. Where put are your fingertips from? Put your fingertips to the end of uh, uh, to a keyboard and look at what the, the, the federal subsidies are that are being paid out to these low wages. And it, it, what absolutely what absolutely galls me is that people like you. So you other want conservatives, other, I'm not here. done talking. Other conservatives would be willing to continue to do is pay out billions of dollars of, in subsidies and for food stamps, for WIC, and for Medicaid instead of paying a decent wage. You know, there was a study done by I, I well, think the university. I'm not done talking. There was a university in California who, who oh, did a, stop a study. With the study. I'm not, well, you live in the God, real world. God forbid, Mike. God forbid that you step outside of, of uh, your plane of existence. How much you making an hour now where you work? Agree with you. How much you making an hour where you work? If Walmart raised their prices by one cent on all their products, their their employees would no longer be uh, uh, eligible for Medicaid food. You never answered one or, question. What happens if Walmart and Kmart leave, Jimmy? How are you going to pay Stu Heard's salary? What was your question again? Oh, Jesus. Forget it, Jim. Forget it. We were talking over one another. I didn't hear it. What would you do if Walmart and Kmart and Hannaford's and all these pulled out? How would you pay Stu Heard's salary? We, yes, Mike, I don't deny that. I don't deny your, your point there. Oh, well, the hang point on. That, all, the point all, that I want to make is that... All these are for expansion. Why are we talking about? Why are we creating these doomsday scenarios when Aldi is expanding and Walmart is expanding? So help me understand why we're creating these doomsday scenarios. Because Jim won't let Johnson Control come online. You've only been here how many months? About twenty. Is this Jeff? Is this Jeff? Yeah, yeah, this is Jeff. How many months have you been here? Twenty. Twenty months. That's what less than two years. Yeah. We've we've had a place that's that's been went from a factory to uh, an empty lot that's been cleaned up has a smack letter. A guy bought it under speculation. He bought it uh, seven eight years ago, maybe a little longer, and he wants to develop it into commercial. It was commercial industrial at one point. They changed it, and the select board won't let him do it. Right Mike, now, Mike, you're misrepresenting right? the facts, and you know it. This it guy, is me out. Right now, it's seven thousand dollars. It's not. Tax. It's not been given a clear, uh, clean bill of health, and you know it, it has a smack letter, Jimmy. Do you know what a smack mm-hmm. letter means? It's had the well, first level of pollution totally taken out. Will there be okay. mediation needed? Yes. Guess who's going to pay okay. for that? Okay. Gladstone will pay for that when the time is okay. right. Then, uh, tell your friend. Tell your friend. To come to us and tell us what he I'm wants to do. Talking to Jeff, I'm not talking to you. I'm explaining to Jeff. Well, so I'm he knows talking that. to you. I know my friend. He isn't my no, friend. I, I think Somebody I know the I know. story of Johnson Controls. And again, what 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 type what types of 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 uh, uh, large retail outlets are we are we looking for? I've heard strip malls and things like that. Well, a strip mall. Blah, blah, I have blah, no blah. idea what these people are talking about. We don't have a mall. Yeah, you did. You, oh, uh, Michael, you just said a few minutes ago that historically you agreed with me that this is what Gladstone does. Yes, that's his business. 
Just okay, like you well, go to just interest, contradicted yourself, so at least be consistent. I am consistent. I'm for changing jobs. No, no what you just said to Jeff, what you just said to Jeff is that that's not what this guy wants to do. No, well, you mis I'm, you misunderstood me. He, it is right, what he wants fine. to do. He wants to put another plaza up there, a plaza okay. with a target and or a whatever, whatever he can get, Coles. I'd like to see a Cabela's. He went over to Cabela's over in Maine, and he called me up from the parking lot. And he says, my God, would this make uh, Bennington hop, skip, and jump if we had this over there? It would be I a mean, great thing, Mike, but go but to Cabela's website it. You can't and look. do it when it's industrial. Cabela's mm. doesn't look at property that isn't uh. geared and ready for them. I've Mike. talked to corporate Cabela's. Mike. Well, I, I, I didn't hear everything that just uh, uh, was said, but uh, I want to finish. Uh, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Hello, I can't hear the show. Can you? Yeah, I can. It seems like it we finally got muted and about three, four people left. Let's and get seven. This Patty, can anybody hear me? Yes. My phone just uh it was total silence. It said you're muted muted and everything went silent. I couldn't hear anybody. Yeah, mine is, mine is two minutes. Uh, I heard everybody until everybody that's on the cell phone, uh that's on the phone got muted. Okay no. guys. I'm sorry about the whole thing. Uh we had a little issue here. Anyways, I muted everybody. I wanted to slow the conversation down. I had a couple of people in the queue. I hit the wrong button. My bad. Here we are back. Uh, great conversation. But there are a couple of people that hit star eight, and the rule is when they hit star eight, they go top of the queue. The first one is Patty. So, Patty, you've got something to say. Go ahead. Oh, I, they already answered it. I went muted, and then and I couldn't hear any of the conversation. So it was just a glitch. That's fine with me. I'm just still listening. And, again, I'm sorry. It was my mistake. I hit the wrong button. Uh, George, you're next. You're in the queue. Go ahead, George. Um, yeah, I was about to ask the question. Hopefully I don't get any Vermonters mad. Um, any possibilities in Ikea going up there? I can find a spot over in Old Bennington, but I don't want everybody to get mad because that's like a huge box area that um, Igor City and I think Orlando has. And I think that will definitely bring in a lot of people, but I have no clue what downtown Bennington is, if that's the Four Corners or if that's 67A. And if they're okay with a um, giant two-floor furniture store, then West mm. Road over in Old Bennington would be a great spot to bring traffic into the Four Corner Bennington area. But yeah, well, try, try getting anything. 
try get any any changes in, in old Bennington, my friend. Uh, if you think Johnson Controls is uh, tough, try old Bennington. <laughs> okay. And we have someone else in the queue. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not sure who this is. Go ahead. Someone's waiting to talk. Go ahead. We have, uh, it's uh, Jeff who's back. I got kicked off. I got so heated. I got uh, I got kicked out. <laughs> Jeff, I, I apologize. It was actually I I hit the wrong button, so it's my mistake. I'm bad. Uh, I made a mistake. Anyways, we're having a great conversation. Mike, you still with us? Yeah. Okay, hey, here's so something. Mike, Here, here's a new idea that I want to throw out with you. And this make it, this game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jeff, Jeff, make okay. it quick if you don't mind. Well, it won't be quick. Um, you know, I'm well, long-winded. All right. got to be quick. Well, um, Ethan Allen came to me with, uh, you know, his, his nom de plume on, on uh, Facebook about an idea for uh, bringing the fireworks to Old Bennington. And his idea, we sat down with the town manager and uh, – uh, the assistant town manager and hey, and, hey Jim, uh, can I can I just jump in just to say the the point sure. of Ethan's of Ethan's uh, notion is to reverse the whole uh, way that the fireworks are viewed so that people in Willow exactly. Park can see the fireworks against a red, white, and blue lit up monument, and it becomes it. a kind of a signature postcard for Bennington that we can export and bring more people into the area for the whole weekend. So instead you of just keeping the fireworks you, you, for ourselves, yeah, I, you, we, we use you it stole as a my marketing thunder, tool. You son of a bitch. You stole my thunder. <laughs> but go ahead. And actually, this, this, the credit all goes to uh, Ethan Allen. What Can you imagine a more magnificent uh, backdrop than the fireworks uh, being let off uh, with the... Uh, the uh, uh, monument as a foreground, and uh, we spent some time with the town manager and the, the assistant town manager. But you know, the biggest hurdle that we're going to have to surmount is whether or not the uh, the board of trustees at the uh, uh, in Old Bennington will agree to it. Now, there are some ways around it, and one of them is this: that uh, the uh, country club is part of the town of Bennington proper. So we wouldn't have to get the uh, the uh, trustees of uh, the uh, old Bennington for their permission. Uh, this would increase business for the uh, country club, and uh, more to the point, for those people that would want to view um, the fireworks, they could go to Camelot Village and park their cars and watch the uh, fireworks. In addition to that, the uh, the owner of the country club could charge parking for uh, uh, for viewing um, the uh, the fireworks there. Um, and I think that's, now just a, that's just a word about about David at the country club. David is a Westchester County guy. I am mm-hmm. a Westchester County guy, born and bred there. There was a country club in Chappaqua and Mount Kisco, the Mount Kisco Country Club. I lived right on the hill above it. They would have final fireworks every every year, and it was magnificent. And it was a real boon for Chappaqua, for Mount Kisco, and the Mount Kisco Country Club. And if I can, you know, if if I'd love to talk to David about that to remind him of what a centerpiece that Please was do. for Westchester County. And and David is, you know, and David knows the golf game, of course. He knows mm-hmm. about the glory that is 
the Mount Kisco Country Club in the course, and it was never damaged because we were members mm-hmm. of the club. It was never damaged mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form, but they put on a heck of a show. And I, I well, hope here's, I can... here's, a, here's the thing, Jeff. You know, uh, 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 Willow Park you know, provides a great venue. There's no doubt about it. And it's a spectacular place to view it. Uh, nevertheless, uh, with the monument as a backdrop, I mean, come on. You know, try to visualize that. I mean, that's spectacular. Never, uh, but the thing that, you, that we have to consider is that, you know, the objections of the people of Old Bennington, and uh, uh, as I said, you know, the, uh, the uh, country club proper is not part of, uh, of Old Bennington. So, you, you know, for, for one night or either uh, for August 16th or uh, for the 4th of July, if we wanted to do both, it would be cars parked all along those roads uh, leading to uh, the country club. Yeah. And, well, this, uh, this plays in, Jim, to everything that Bennington, I, in my opinion, has to do to write itself and to create a new path of success for itself. Okay. And it plays into the whole, okay, let's benchmark St. Albans and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Anything that we've done in the past should be seriously rethought because it mm-hmm. hasn't worked. So, okay, well, I think okay, that's great. Any new idea should be welcome, and, and any All new right. way to do business should be welcome. Full credit goes to Ethan Allen. And Absolutely. I would, be, I would be very curious to hear what Mike Bethel has to say. Why? I, I'm curious about your opinion on this, Mike. I am. You know, I, I may not like you. I may not like you. Most, hold on. Hold let me finish. Mike, 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 let uh, we okay. will actually, the next person in the queue will be Mike. Mike, I want you to say what you got to say, but we had two people just chime in. They hit starry on their phone. That means they want to talk. So I okay. just wanted to, I wanted to chime in. Jim, you need to still cut it short, buddy. Okay, there, I'll try. I'll try. You know, Mike, Mike, Mike. Hold it, Mike. hold it, hold it. Okay, okay. Mike, you, you want to, am I, am I okay to, okay to go? No, I'm going to mute you in a second. Mike has the next right. next word, and then two two people after you. So here we go. Ready? Let, let, the other, let, let the Mike other two. Go, go ahead, Mike. Let the other two people go ahead of me. I really don't have anything to say on this. All right, we got somebody to hit star eight, number one. Go ahead. I think it's Patty. Go ahead. Or George. Wasn't me. Okay, we got somebody to hit star eight. Go ahead. Now it's time to talk. Wow, they're quiet now. <laughs> Anyhow, you know, it, it, the thing that I'd like to, to hear from people is, you know, do they like this idea? Would it be worthwhile? Um, uh, we can go before the uh, trustees of the, the town of Bennington, and we can, or the, the town of Old Bennington. We get it, we can get around them because the uh, fireworks would be on the uh, uh, the property of uh, um, the country club. But what a magnificent backdrop, Jim. I, I, I talked with I, I talked with Ethan the other night, and he said that he had offered to go to the fireworks company and look at the ways and means of making this happen. 
Uh, the town office said they were going to take that task, and so far it has yet to be done. And I right. talked with Ethan just last night. Why don't we tell not, Ethan's yeah. real name? No, don't, don't do that. Well, don't well do guarded that. secret. Don't do that. Hey, Jim, question yeah. is Suzanne. If you did it at the country club, wouldn't viewing still be really good if people went to Willow Park? I mean, people could still go to Willow Park. Oh yeah, well, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be quite as you know. You you wouldn't have those yeah. large explosions that yeah. happen over your head. But still, it would, pretty, it would It would be pretty. Yeah. Yeah, we relieve the crowds a little bit, and you could still have a barbecue or whatever they do up at Willow Park on the Fourth of July. I just think it would be good viewing from there as well. It's another idea that. Uh, Another idea that Ethan had was that for, you know, different national events like uh, St. Patrick's Day, let's say uh, uh, National Breast uh, Cancer Day, that the uh, uh, monument be lit up in appropriate colors. You know, in New York City, when I was living there, you know, the Empire State Building would be lit up all green for St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah, that, now you're talking. Now you're talking about uh, as someone who who owned one Monument Avenue for about two two days before the contract mm-hmm. fell through, um, which is the first house as you're approaching the monument, the, the last house before you hit it on the left. Apparently, there are there are well guarded lighting regulations right in place, right. And, and 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 the and the looms. You know, it's not real well lit except for the no. top, of course, for SIA. very dimly lit. Yeah. So you're not you're not going to get that spectacular effect because there's 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 all sorts of luminance uh, restrictions right. in place because right. of the town of Old Bennington. Right. But still, I think it's I think it's still something that is worthy, and uh, you know you know might get us a marginal amount of uh, attention uh, from local news sources. And why the hell not? Well, anything that generates anything that generates positive PR in Bennington is okay by me. Okay. Well, here's the thing that I want you to, for you folks that are listening, is uh, uh, go on your Facebook page and uh, uh, search uh, Ethan Allen and tell him what we were talking about tonight, and that you believe in him, that you think it's a great idea, because he's the one that deserves the credit for it. Well, let me tell you a little bit without re- revealing who the mysterious Ethan Allen is. The Ethan Allen character and I and a bunch of other people work to get the monument lit. And he knows and very well that you cannot do what this gentleman just said about changing the lights on it. The only thing with all of this is I don't like the idea that the country club is going to charge for parking and make money off of this because taxpayer dollars go into the funding of the 4th of July, and it's supposed to be a special event for the people of Bennington and Shaftesbury and uh, I don't know who else pays for it. They all kick in. So I think when you get into a dialogue about the country club making money, you're going to sour the whole thing. I'm not for it at this point or against it. I'd have to see the visual, what they think it's going to show. But uh, I think the fireworks work very well where they are for everyday families of Bennington getting in and out. And this is Brian. I'm back in here. I, I blocked everybody about Mike. I mean, Mike, you finished your last uh, word there about the fireworks, and I agree actually 100% with you. Um, uh, that'd be a good location. I, re- I really don't think the people around there look at all the issues that came about with the lighting of the monument. That was a problem to begin with. Can you imagine lighting a few fireworks off there? 
that would be huge. So I, I really think we're going nowhere with this conversation, although it's a great idea. My opinion, I really think uh, this is a useless conversation. Just because of everything that went about just putting a few LED lights to light the monument, uh, in my opinion, I think we're really going nowhere. So we'll unmute everybody. And uh, Suzanne, you had something to say? Well, I just had a question. I had a question about what happened with the lighting of the monument. I'm not familiar with that story. Well, it, took us, it took us a long time. We had to go get a vote of the people. We then uh, brought it to the, uh, the government, state government, and uh, they were waiting for somebody to get this. They wanted to do it. We were going to raise the 40000 at the time, and Vince Aluzzi, who I knew, said, don't worry about it. We've wanted to do this for a long time, and the, the state paid for it. It's their monument. But... Uh, Hours and stuff like that. The old. Right. It's going to be very tough to do anything up there. To be to be I mean, to be factual. To be factual about you know any lighting changes uh, has to come through uh, the, the the state legislature. Uh, but more to Brian's point. Yeah, but um, what happened? I, I want the history of it. You didn't actually tell me what happened. It, it, Bill it, Pappas, it, it's Bill and Lodi Colvin went to uh, the state legislature, and okay. they got funding for it to, to happen. That's that, Those are the facts on the ground. But more to Brian's point, uh, yes, uh, 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 the country club owner could profit from it, um, but he couldn't profit pro from it if uh, people decided to, uh, to uh, park their cars along uh, the route to the, uh, the country club. Yeah, it, would it be a pain in the ass? Probably. But uh, the backdrop and the setting of fireworks uh, in front of or above the, uh, the monument, it'd be pretty spectacular. But it's hard to argue, Brian, with your point about, you know, taxpayer dollars being used to uh, illuminate the, uh, the monument when people could go to uh, uh, Willow Park for free. That's I can't take that away. But well, so, Jim, my my big issue here, and I'm surprised you're saying it, is why do people have a problem with Mike? Chime in on this. Why do you have a problem with people making money on anything? Christ's sake, this is a free well, country. Well, here's here's the thing, and I have to. Um, agree with Mr. Bethel as, as much as I can. Wow, wow. Write that down. Is that, is <laughs> that uh, you know, the, the people of Bennington uh, for the last 10 or 15 years have paid for the, the fireworks, and why should we charge them, uh, or why should any business uh, charge them uh, an additional amount of money that uh, they are paying for? Uh, you know, yeah. so, down yep. here in Orlando, when the city of Orlando lights the fireworks down on Lake Eola, all the private businesses downtown are allowed to charge private parking, um, five okay. dollars. Okay, that's but fine. Do, but we've got we've got Willow Park. We've got Willow Park that's free okay, for everybody. Right, and what they do instead, the city will open up a municipal lot, tell people they can park there, and then they will bring buses in and bus them down to where the fireworks are at the Lake Eola Park. So there is, for lower-income people no. or people that don't have money, there is a municipal lot that they can either walk from or there's a shuttle that will take them. But the private mm -hmm. owners, like the country club or if somebody wanted to open up their front yard, those people well, are still let's, allowed, let's, allowed let's, to... Let's, 
charge. But, I mean, they're private businesses. They should be allowed to make money off of that. Let's consider this, too. That. That, <laughs> let's consider this, that, you know, if we were to put it up, uh, put parking at uh, 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 Camelot Village, you know, that, that's, a, that's a private piece, piece of property. And that guy has every right to expect that he can charge people. Um, and if people don't want to park there, they can park on the side of the road. And I don't know with 100% certainty that people can't park on that road. But what uh, the uh, but why long would they term... Want to walk Wait a minute. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Will you let me finish? Oh, boy. Remember, there was a guy that uh, posted to Brian that every time I said, uh, let me finish, Susan, uh, to you, Susan, that it was going to become a drinking game. So please, let me finish. You think Anyhow, I care? <laughs> we'd have to, we would have to hire uh, either sheriffs or uh, police personnel uh, to direct traffic. We already have to. We already have to do that at the, the junction of uh, Willow Park Road. We really Willow ought to Park. change the subject because by the way this town works in slow motion, 4th of July will be here before you know it and gone. <laughs> oh, blow it out your ass, Mike. <laughs> it takes a month of Sundays for them to make up their mind. on anything. Yeah, and it takes a month of Sundays for you to pass gas. That's in control, for Christ's sake, 20 years, and they still are picking their nose on that one. But... Hey, Mike, uh, okay, well, everybody's laughing. Mike, let me ask you, you didn't answer my question. What problem do you have with the uh, country club making money? Well, I just you just said it. You quoted me. I agree with what you just said. I don't care if they make money. Sell golf balls, for Christ's sake. I don't give a goddamn. That's what their business is. They can make money all they want, but don't make it off of taxpayers. Don't take it from uh, a luxury that the people have and try to make money off it and bring it over that end of town just because it's working, and you might think that the backdrop of the monument is something. You're going to inconvenience all those neighbors. You're going to inconvenience old Bennington and piss them off. They don't want this up there. So why bother? It's a beautiful spot where they have it right now. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. There you go. Okay, i got to chime in here. You're listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. We had a few people join in. Uh, some people are, are enjoying themselves on their computer and just listening, which is great. Uh, Chris and Amanda, I'm so glad you could join us. Um, uh, we've got quite a few text messages here, like the underlying issue is that there is serious personal personnel issues between Gladstone and Heard. Um, oh, there's no truth to that. That's a load of crap. That's, well, that's a text message. I'm just sharing it. I mean, uh, well, who's saying that? Brian, who's saying that? Let's just it's just a random person. How much is Mike Bethel being paid to work for Gladstone? So I'm just well, five million dollars a year. <laughs> and if he ups if he ups it more, I'll start giving Jim Carroll a bribe to uh, to. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm just telling you guys what people are texting in on their computers. They're not on their phones. They're they're on their computers. Actually, there's quite a few few more. If I go back a bit, which are quite interesting, I'm not going to share them all. Uh, yeah, what was the vote on the last Johnson control thing? What happened with that? Who it was voted? Never voted. Five to seven. You and mean who I'm... voted what way? Who was on the board? Jason was the chair. Jason voted no. I voted no. Joe Krasik voted no. Sharon Brush voted no. 
Uh, Greg Van Houten voted no. Uh, uh, Justin Corcoran voted yes. And uh, yes. Huh? You know, I, I don't. Re- I know that Justin was uh, a yes vote, but it was. I think Chris Oldham was on there as zinc. There you One go. Yeah, Chris Oldham voted no. He voted yes. I think it was two. It was five to two. Right. I think I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It oh, went down. Oh, John Zink. John Zink. It no, went, no, no, it went no, 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 no. John Zink was not on there. No. It went down. I don't know why. You know, yes. but that was a board so, vote. It's never been to a vote of the people. If I brought Justin. it in a petition to the vote of the people, it would pass probably three to one. Justin. You are one cocky son of a bitch. You really are. God damn it, you know it. That's the fluoride issue. That's the fluoride issue, pal. Let, let me tell you that Chris, Chris and Amanda are listening, and Chris, Chris voted yes on that issue. I just wanted to chime in on that, so go ahead. All right. I just wanted to know what the vote was. Mike, are you going to take credit on fluoride? No, no, no. The group did. No, no. It was Mary Lou Albert and Jerry Albert. They did 99% of the work. They're great, great people. Hey, as long as we're on that subject, what do you think about uh, Pete Brady's idea? And I think it's a great idea and that he deserves all the credit for. And that is if the people of Bennington are willing to set aside 15000 bucks for uh, fluoride treatment, and that was the in the initial plan without doing any industrial or non-industrial, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, architectural, for lack of a better phrase. Um, If we were to set aside this 15,000 bucks that uh, Dr. Dundas and uh, the folks up there, the free clinic could dispense uh, to uh, parents for their kids. What do you think about that? And this was Okay, hold on, Jim. We heard your question, and I cut you off. Everybody's blocked. That could be a long conversation. So what I'm going to do is uh, we're going to just – every person has three minutes. I've got a timer here. As soon as three minutes is up, you're blocked. But it's a good question, but it could be a a whole night just doing that. So here we go. I'm going to unblock everybody. We heard your question. Everybody gets three minutes. Go ahead, uh, I guess, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, it's a it's a it's a dead question. I don't even have to answer it. Let other people answer it. There you go. Good answer. Anybody else? I was wondering, is this show going to be coming on again on Thursday of next week? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Unless we got something going on. Actually, we got Southern Vermont Lacrosse coming up. And we have a few community activities, George. I I don't know, but uh, if Gladstone would pay if Gladstone would pay Dempsey to be me on here every week, you'd have a good show. <laughs> okay, because I can't remember if it was story or if it was Gladstone something. would kill himself. <laughs> it, would, it would be Bennington Thursday night. There <laughs> you go. There, there's Sam. Sam, you just joined us, I guess. Well, yeah, I'm trying to get on here. I have to have Breaker Breaker for the channel. <laughs> Well, it actually, it's been a quite lively night, and we're trying to keep changing the conversation instead of staying on something. And once someone brought up fluoridation, I said, "Holy shit, we got we got to move this quick." Uh, so, what's up, Sam? Oh, uh, I don't know. Weather-wise, foggy as hell, and the rain is melting the snow, which is a good sign. Absolutely, Jeff. Any chime in? Uh, anything uh, coming? You wanted to mention something earlier, I think, Jeff. Have you got something for us? I have some good news, actually, for Bennington, and I, and I hope this will get out to the, especially to the educational uh, community and the realtors and uh, 
and everyone else. Today, uh, uh, Mount Anthony High School was visited by a gentleman by the name of Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is, is a, a member of the Board of Ethics for the Society of Professional Journalists. It's the largest organization of journalists on, on, on planet Earth. Uh, he came here explicitly from New York, where he's, he's talking, um, uh, drove up from the city to congratulate the kids at Mount Anthony Union High School and uh, more specifically the Quantum Leap Unit for the stellar job, and I'm quoting him, that they did in exposing the mistruth of Fox News and how they besmirched our town. And he wanted to thank them for stepping forward um, with um, their objections in such a, a, a logical uh, way and, and, and really taking Bill O'Reilly and Jesse Waters to task. Um, and he could be, he, he was just so complimentary of the kids and the heroism that they uh, displayed. So it was a great thing to see. And I want to tell you that, you know, again, I come from the, I come from the, the D.C. area, the Maryland suburbs, where the schools are, I, my, uh, my son went to the best high school in the best school district in the state of Maryland, which boasts the best uh, standardized test scores in the United States of America. And I will tell you that my, at my son's high school, they haven't done anything that even smacks of this uh, and, and gained the national limelight with, by producing a viral video that, 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 again, came up against the the most consumed news organization in America and took them to task and 550,000 and counting people have seen it in the United States and around the world. So, you know, bravo to our school system. Uh, and we should get that word out there that this school system uh, is, is, in my opinion, second to none. And we may not have the best test scores, but we've got a, a good thing going here. And I would hope that our citizens and the, 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 the educational system at large here and the realtors start to get that message out that the schools here are damn, damn good, at least at the secondary level. Jeff, thank you so much for that. And that's exactly where we're going with Bennington Area Facebook Talk. Stuff like that that's positive, bringing shit to Bennington. That's where we're going with this show. And we're going to do you know, uh, shorter talks, uh, occasional uh, community announcements, but crap like that, not crap. Good stuff like that is exactly what we want to talk about, and thank you so much for that. Yeah, sure. If you like those kids so much, you really should write a letter saying the complimentary things you said to the banner, and also send a copy to Tom Dees, the CEO of the hospital, who has in certain times chastised our school system because he can't get doctors supposedly to come here, and yet he sends his two kids there. And I've talked to Kevin Robinson a couple of times about him doing that. And I wish they'd stop at the hospital beating up our school system. So I thank you, Jeff, and uh, I agree with you 100%. Well, thank you. And, and just as a, as a, as a note, uh, we did invite the banner to, to, the, uh, to the, the talk today. We got it down on, uh, on digital uh, file. We, you will be able to see it on BNN, the Emerging Digital Video Network, Bennington News Network. So we're going to get that stuff out to you, and you can see what the comments that another favor for me. Do another for, favor for me. See if you can get a copy of it and get it played on Cat TV. We'll do. We'll get it to them. Cool. Count Grimshaw's on here. Yeah. Sweet. I just want to say that was a great job that he's done with the um, the Bennington, um, the Mount Anthony versus the O'Reilly. What that guy is. Just want to yeah. say congratulations, and whoever's one that posted about it being on CNN, 
I was able to see it down here in Florida, and I thought that was cool from seeing that happening. And I just wanted to say thank you, even though I'm probably about like weeks or months late on saying thank you on that one. Well, thank you very much. Um, I wish I wish that the township had been a little more gracious in thanking the students for coming and defending our good name, but it really wasn't forthcoming. Um, maybe next time. Um, and you know. Um, Jim, I'll let you guys chew on that one. I really don't have much to to say. What? Wow. What? Yeah, I was here. What was the matter with you, folks? <laughs> Mike, that was a great response. I agree with you. Jim doesn't have much to say, Jim. That's <laughs> too funny. Oh, he's out of my chair. <laughs> anyway, folks, you let me do this real quick. Uh, you're listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. We're into uh, uh, almost our uh, the end of our second hour. We can go till just after eight. And thanks so much for everybody for joining us. Uh, we will continue to do shows. It'll be on the Money Saver uh, Facebook page, mostly community events, new businesses opening, and uh, good stuff like Jeff was just talking about. Uh, just want to hey, keep that. Hey, Brian, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say this one last thing. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, 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 Hog everything, but what does everyone think of the new um, uh, the new Bennington kind of promotional uh, uh, featurette that's been circulating around? How about it? I think uh, it anyone want to weigh in on that? It's 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 Jim. I you know I think it's it's great. Uh, I wish, quite frankly, that uh, uh, the select board had known more about it sooner. We didn't. Um, never nevertheless. Uh, they were nice promotionals. Hello? Hello, we lose you there? I think we lost Losing Jim. everybody again or what? We lost Jim. Uh, anyway, uh, I, 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 I'll echo Jim. I, thought, I think it's a great start. I hope they can do more. I, mm-hmm. would, I, I hope that in future renditions of this that we can get more People who have decided to come to Bennington rather than hearing from the town manager and the and our economic uh, director who are kind of paid to say these things without um, without throwing yeah. anybody under the bus. It was very nice uh, to see the town manager and our economic uh, developer uh, promoting Bennington, uh, and I think I'll leave it at there. Okay. At that. Well, yeah. well, let me, let me let me chime in with my two first, Jeff. Uh, you get your next, but uh, my sense was I liked it. I thought it was well done. I thought it was homely. I thought it was nice, and I used the word nice in quotes. But I, I I'm not sure it's going to be as effective as we hoped it would. It is nice, but I I want to share something that someone said to me, and I'm not going to say who said this to me. But uh, it's a very good point, and Mike Bethel, I want you, you're the next one in the queue, I want you to answer this or, or reply to this, is why is Michael Harrington even in Bennington? Why isn't he in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, uh, Chicago? Why is he in Bennington? How is he bringing business to Bennington by being in Bennington, downtown? Everywhere you see him, he's downtown. He's showing up. Someone mentioned this, and I think it's a damn good point. Why is he in Bennington? Michael, your your point? What, what do you mean, why is he in Bennington? Why is he hired to do this job? Or 
No, why does he keep showing up in Bennington? This guy should be never seen in Bennington because he's, well, he's not. No, 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 no. He's not a recruiter for business. This is the problem. I agree with okay. whoever makes that premise. He okay. is community development director. He's basically a secretary for the to this to this town staff. Some of this stuff is economics, and some of it is other things. <clears throat> I don't know why. His job description isn't more recruiting business, but they don't believe in recruiting anymore, I guess. Well, that's why oh. I asked you, Mike, to begin with, because I thought you'd have a good response. So you're saying he's supposed to be in Bennington? He's supposed to be here and not out? Well, they don't have the money to send him out. I mean, we don't have that kind of revenue, I guess, to send him out going looking for things. He'd have to stay overnight and all this stuff. I mean, they go up to Montpelier or they go to St. Albans, but... Uh, it's how much money we have to put in, and they don't believe in recruiting. I believe in recruiting. I believe you should be recruiting downtown businesses. Go ahead, Sam or Jeff. You had something to say? Go ahead. I think he should be a Johnny Appleseed. Look at Johnny Appleseed, how he crisscrossed the United States planting <laughs> apple trees. <laughs> I, I think we should play uh, a game every day. Johnny Appleseed. We should play a game every day. Where where in the country is Michael Herring? Um, I love it. I love it. Suzanne, you like that, huh? You're laughing. Suzanne? I've been laughing the whole time. I've got tears Where's in my Waldo? Head. Is that what you mean? I'm going to call Michael Appleseed. <laughs> well, it's uh, Jim, and uh, I, I want to be very politic here. And that is to say that I don't necessarily agree with you, and I've spoken about this in a select board meeting and uh, spoken about this uh, online with you folks, that uh, I would be only too happy to go down to uh, New York City and spend a weekend papering uh, places that say post no bills, which everyone does, uh, around construction sites. You'd have to go every weekend. That's they fine with me. That's later. fine with me. I'll, I'll go there every weekend. You'd like to get a paid vacation every weekend. That would be nice, wouldn't it? And, you pick up a uh, And uh, start recruiting. Uh, I, I think I've told you folks before, I've said this in, in um, uh, one or two of the candidates' forums, I wrote a check every goddamn month for $5,000 for a three-story penthouse, three of the bedrooms of which I rented out. But every time I wrote that check, I was thinking to myself, God damn it, I could live anywhere in, in Vermont like a king. And there are, there are tens of thousands, if not millions of people who are living in, ben in uh, New York City who are uh, uh, spending the same uh, amount of cash uh, just to live, and we could, they they could live here in Bennington at one fifth of that cost. They could we they could come here to and start a business that they that we would help them to start. And that is is isn't that our target market? Jim, not to yeah. get you off your tangent, but that video that was just produced, one, how much did it cost? And two, what are they intending to do with it? Are they going to you know, push I can't it tell you, I, I don't have an answer to either one of those questions. Is that well, you as I understand it, Suzanne, as, this is Jeff, as I understand it, there, oh. the, the grant that was, that was uh, it was about 18 months ago that we got a grant 
for I believe eighteen thousand dollars for wow. the video and and the collateral uh, uh, kind of brochure folder that was produced uh-huh. along with it. Um, what they're going to do with it? Um, I teach internet marketing at CCV. I asked my class that you know today. Um, uh-huh. The town has the town has had good success, kind of putting it just onto its site, and it's been picked up by a lot of people on Facebook. I think there's about uh, eight or nine thousand views on it, which is which is nice. Um, the question is, are they going are they going to, are they going to social bookmark it? And, yeah. and and all that means is posting it with a link back um, yeah. to to the site to 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 uh, the new uh, the new uh, website that's been created. VermontBeginsHere.com, and now you have to start to get onto travel and leisure sites and things like that and start to post that with a rationale. You can't just be spammy about it. So it takes a very gentle hand to do that. And the question is, do we have those capabilities you know, down at Town Hall to do that, the understanding of how you social bookmark and link back and start to really generate views? I've looked at the YouTube uh, there is it is on YouTube, and that's the good news because YouTube is the yep. second uh, uh, search engine, biggest engine, search engine on planet Earth. The bad news is it's very poorly what's called optimized. It's not optimized to 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 come up in a search uh, right. through the title, through the description, and I see no meta tagging. So yeah, it's, it's like going into it it's like going to a, into a fight with your arms tied behind your back. Right. So I'm not that's sure it. we have the the, the the core capabilities in Bennington. To, to take this thing out to the marketplace yes. with any degree of success. Yes, why don't you do all of, us, all of us a favor? Why don't you go to the next select board meeting and under citizens ask that question, and then maybe you could help them market this thing better than what they're doing now. If you teach at the CCV, it might be a great thing for you to, uh, to help the well, I, I, I would, and I've offered, um, and, and again, you know, if, if you're going to consult, I would assume you're going to get, you know, $1.98 for it, and I've talked to the township leadership before, and uh, they don't want to put any monies up in that area. So, Why don't we just hire a count to be the economic director in Bennington? Why don't we hire who? Jeff. Oh, stop that. He'd be perfect. Because I'm not looking hey, at you. Hey, sorry. If you're going down to New York City, you better grab all of Bar- Barbara Rowan and, and her and her leaves. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yes, it would be. Let me, Barbara on let me, Good Morning America in the background with her leaves falling. You know, you know, for the whole the whole 13 weeks of of autumn, that would be very cool. Sorry, guys, another wrong button pushed. Anyways, as soon as uh, you said good morning, America, I had to bring this up because I love her dearly, uh, Lindy Lynch. As soon as you said that, I had to bring it up. Lindy Lynch being on good morning, America. She wasn't on the show, but she got in with her sign, and I wanted to kind of switch the conversation uh, back again. So uh, don't you guys think that was great that Lindy was there with her sign and, and she got in? It was. It was one. This is Jim, and uh, it was wonderful. But I want to go back to um, uh, what uh, I believe Mr. Breffel uh, suggested. As loath as I am to uh, endorse that idea, uh, but Brian, if you were to come, and or Jeff, 
uh, and talked to the select board about going to uh, New York City and promoting us. And uh, let's go down there and paper that city with uh, uh, the ideas of what makes Bennington and Vermont uh, a great place. Let's do it. What the hell? You know, well, wait a minute. Let's, that, that wasn't my idea going to New York City. My idea was what Jeff was saying about getting it more on the internet or whatever Jeff is specialty in. No, let's let's go direct to the source, Mike, of uh, the the target population that we're trying to hit, and those are cities like Boston, Hartford, uh, New York City. Those are the people that we want here. So you know, let's bring your wheelchair there. We'll we'll. Uh, My battery uh, power is limited, Jim. It doesn't go that far. Well, you know, all of us will have cars. We can give you a recharge, and uh, we'll uh, put, a, you know, a great big fat. You got elected to the board. It's your job to go. We'll through give. This I'm stuff. not done yet. Have you ever met Jeff? We'll give, have you met Jeff? We'll give. Yes, I have. In as person? a matter of fact, as a, as a matter of fact, uh, Jeff and his wife stopped at my car two years ago, and if Mr. Uh, well, you invite uh, us to a board meeting, not me. You do it and ask me. If Mr. Well, let me finish. If Mr. Crim, uh, Crimshaw and his wife, Grimshaw, I'm sorry, and his wife are to be believed, um, uh, one of the deciding factors on why they decided to uh, settle here in Bennington was uh, because they stopped at this little hot dog cart on Main Street. Is that true, Jeff? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think I think I think we lost Jeff in the last mute, but he'll be back. I'm sure. No, that's what he told me. Anyhow, anyhow, and, and, and you know, I'm, you I'm did, not one. Even Jim I'm me. not. I'm not one to uh, be boastful, Michael, and you know that. You um, scared even Jeff but, away. On. But, but you know what the hell have we got to lose if you know we pay for three health, uh, hotel rooms and paper the city with, um, you know, the good things that are about Bennington, screw it. You know, let's try it. I personally think you need a Hooters downtown that will liven the joint up. Oh, Michael, that's because you'd be hanging out there every night. Uh, People would be down there all the time, and uh, you'd bring business to downtown Bennington. Oh, come on. You really want a Hooters in the downtown? Absolutely. And you would, yes. Hey, I'm getting older. I got to do it while I can, you know. <laughs> well, I have I have to say I, I'm with Mike. Mike, I'm with you. Hooters are the This ought to be called the Mike Bethel Show instead of the Brian Dempsey. You're agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but you know what I want to do though, and Jim, you better help me out. You go against me on this one, and you're you're dead in the water. I want to bring, and we've talked about it before. I don't want another year going by where we don't have music at that Merchants Park. Okay, well then get off your dead ass and well, uh, get out board, of that wheelchair and, and go to the, the town manager and then come to a select board meeting and try to get funding. But don't try to pass this off on everybody else, which is what you like to do. Jesus Christ, will you it's shut a great up? Idea. Mike, dime. Mike, it's a great idea, but you would let everybody else do the dirty work for you. And I Jim, know that to be a fact. Jim, Jim, who brought it? You do. With Jimmy. Who brought it back when the BBC didn't want to do the music downtown? It was where me, and it funding, didn't cost a dime. Where did the funding come from? You didn't there was it. no funding. It didn't come from you people at all. I had it totally funded. 
Okay, but you don't even know what you're talking work. about. There. Most, do you most, want music yeah, downtown? Yeah, I do. Most, most of the work came through the town manager. It did not. Because you chewed on his ass. It did. Yeah, because I told him he didn't want to do it, and I forced the select board, and they did it. That's what you got to do. Whenever you want anything done in Bennington, okay. you got to go through leaps and bounds to get it done. <laughs> ready for it. Okay. Come to the uh, the uh, next select board meeting. Propose it. We'll talk about it. Just make sure you say yes. Just come to the select board meeting. I don't want any goddamn we'll go dialogue that goes on for three hours. You know what I mean? Just say yes. Uh, well, only because you won't shut your mouth. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Ryan, hold it back. No, I'm not going to mute anybody. Yeah, Jimmy is long-winded, but sometimes he has good points. Anyways, folks, you're listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. We're on our second hour now. Anytime now, we could be cut off, so I just wanted to let you know that. We're going to let it go. We've got a few people that joined us. We've got tons of, tons of text messages. <clears throat> Excuse me. Read some of them. Read them. Well, the problem is I'm only getting tidbits of it. I'm having a problem with my software tonight. Um, even if you read the ugly ones, even if you read the ugly ones, that would be fun. Just read the good well, ones about me, Brian. That's all. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, you know, hey, uh, Brian, what that implies is that Mike knows that most of the uh, uh, text messages are going to be ugly about him. Uh, Read them, Brian. Read them. I got to hear them. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to read them, but unfortunately, like I say, I'm having software issues. Um, Let's start here. Okay. Uh, as someone who lives downtown, no thank you. Now, what is that reference to? Hooters. Um, yeah, I think it does yeah. Hooters. Oh, there you go, George. Thank you. Go ahead, chime in. George, can you read the text messages? For some reason, I'm getting like four or five words, and it cuts it right off. Yeah, which one from 1613 or from me, the one well, well, you can start with anything bad about Mike Bethel. Let's start there. Because there was a lot of that. Um, <laughs> I don't see anything about Mike Bethel. I haven't seen that for probably like an hour. Okay, yeah, so it was a while ago. How about me? <laughs> well, here, here's another one. Hopefully the high-speed rail to connect Boston, New York City to Bennington, Vermont. Question. Yeah, that's the one that I posted. You posted. Yeah, that, guy's yeah. a wet dream. that guy's having a wet dream right there. So. Well, there, there you go. I was just curious because the Floridians lost out on it, so I was wondering... To get people from Boston to New York City, I wonder if it would be possible to have it go from either of those areas to Bennington. How old are you, George? How old are you? Uh, 35. Never happened in your lifetime, Bill. Take a bus. Well, hey, hey, let me just chime in here for a second. You know, if uh, the people that are listening here, and for that matter, the uh, people of Bennington, would just get on the horn with... Uh, uh, Brian Campion and Mary Morrissey and Dick Sears and Kaya Morris and um, Ray Fields and, and Tim, you Cor- Tim Corcoran uh, Jr. and just start hammering them and saying, look, at this is so important to us. I want to I tell you, when I was um, a little kid, my mother used to tell me about yeah, it's Peter stories. Will. It's Peter Welch. Uh, and Peter Welch, yes, yes, Peter Welch and, and Bernie Sanders. And, no, it's Peter uh, that's working on the high-speed rail. He was just but, down in Bennington talking about it. I want to tell Thompson. you this. 
When I was a little kid, my mother used to, my mother and father were both born in in uh, North Bennington at home, not in a hospital. And my mother would talk about my grandmother taking uh, my mother to the train station and watching the uh, ladies come off the uh, train with in mink stoles. And uh, Jason Morrissey, a few years ago, said that that's all well and good, but we need to be able to accommodate um, those people that uh, uh, from New York who are coming coming into Bennington, and be able to accommodate them with uh, rental cars and hotel rooms. Well, let's let's at least get um, uh, passageway uh, into North Bennington, and let's worry about that those details later. But what is what we need to do is get on the horn with uh, Pat Leahy and uh, Bernie Sanders and Peter Welch and the rest of our Montpelier uh, delegation and get on the the horn and call these people and say let's get this done. We've been yes. talking about this for thirty goddamn years. It's federal money. We're waiting for federal money. That's what we're waiting for. And Peter Welch is working on it. He desperately wants to bring the train to Bennington. Um, and I think when you were talking about plastering New York City, the first thing I thought of is like half the people in New York City don't own a car, so they have no way to get to Vermont. Right. Exactly. The same goes with, with Europeans. When they come to the States, they primarily travel by train. And so if you don't have a train stop, you're not getting the Germans. You're not getting the French coming in. You know, they yeah, travel by train because that's the Huh? Oops, sorry. I was saying that's why I was curious about the high speed rail. It's not yep. something I want. I was just thinking it'd be something that'd be easier for me yep. taking the plane would be fast because from Tampa to Albany it's just a four hour flight. Yep. But you know, the more to the point, the first thing that we have to do is make sure that Bennington and North Bennington is a, is a destination, and the rest of the details will fall into place. Mm hmm. Okay, I was just curious on it. But I think they're focusing more on the eastern side over to Brattleboro where the rear line is. They're leaving us out, Jim. They are, Sam. But unless and until we get on the horn with our representatives in, in both in Washington and in Montpelier and to the government, it's not going to get done. We're, gonna, we're just going to be sitting here talking about how wonderful it would be. Get on well, the horn. Get on the phone. <laughs> And, and call these people, harass them, and say, get off your asses and do something about this. Well, I think as a select board, maybe collectively you would have more of a um, an impact if as a collective group you guys, you know, pursued it. With, okay. with a, you, know, I, you know, you're saying get on the horn and have all these people call. I agree with you on that, but I think, you know, the political leaders in Bennington would have more mm -hmm. of an impact if they said, this is, yes, we want this. Suzanne, Suzanne, I couldn't agree 100% more, and I'll throw that to Jim or anybody else, but, mm -hmm. you know, I couldn't agree more. You know, uh, you guys got more juice as a, as a group collectively. You got more juice. So what do you have to say to that? Um, no, nothing other than to say that, you know, that's a valid point, and, can, can uh, do you guys work at all with North Bennington? Of course, that's where the rail would go in. Apparently. Not really. You know, historically, in the time that I've been on the board, in the three years now, 
It's, uh, they all. have a board of they have a board of trustees and uh, just like old Bennington and. Uh, what are you talking uh, about? Michael Keene lives in North Bennington. Wait a minute. The question was whether or not we have uh, a direct uh, connection with the board of trustees in North Bennington. No, we don't. That's the answer. Yeah but, yeah, but Suzanne has a good point. Michael Keene. Yes, he does. He, he's, a, he's a select board member. Why, why can't he kind of put the juice to it? Because that's where the train would go through. Ideally, I guess, I understand. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, Jason Morrissey talked about a couple of years ago is that, you know, if we did restore rail service from New York City, how are we going to be able to handle uh, that kind of uh, foot traffic? Uh, Same way we always point. did historically. I mean, trains okay, well, no, coming no, no, into my North point, my, point is, my point is that we have to get there uh, to the restoration of... Uh, of uh, rail traffic service, and then, you know, the details will fall into into place. Yeah, but the town doesn't do that. The state and federal government restore the tracks. Mm -hmm. they got to put okay. a whole separate line in because it's between rail and, and passenger. They can't I don't know. Well, you know, from what I know about how uh, rails are restored, Sam, um, I don't exactly. necessarily think that that would have to be necessary, but it could be. Well, yeah, the rail lines meeting. have to be restored, but it's federal monies that do it, along with mm. state money. It's not town money. Well, that's the way the rails um, has their, their beef, is trying to accommodate passenger service along with freight. Yeah. Anyway, right. guys, hey, hey, Tim, uh, uh, Suzanne, uh, Sam, we're, we're going to wrap it up. It's been two hours, and we might get kicked off any time. It's been well, a Brian, great talk. Well, thank you, and good night. Good night, everybody. Okay. Good night. Careful. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, uh, like I said, it's been a great talk. It's been a great show. We're going to keep doing community events and so forth, and uh, thanks to everybody for joining us tonight on Bennington Area Facebook Talk. It'll take at least a half hour before we can get this posted. Um, all the archives actually have been in, put into archives, so the only show you're going to see is this show. If anybody would like to hear past shows, they need to get a hold of me, and I'll be sure and share that with you. Otherwise, everything else is kind of in a lock safe for now. <laughs> but, guys, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Well, thank you again, Brian. Yeah, thank and, Brian, you know, I just want to say to you that uh, – you know, when uh, the lightning is, is, is drawn in town with respect to an issue that uh, I hope you'll continue to uh, to uh, do what you've done. I think it's important, and, uh, and it's been fun. Well, Jeff, thank you very much, and I think that's the point. Uh, and we will do that, it, especially if something very important comes up. There'll be a talk. I mean, I'll just share it, and we'll be on like like you wouldn't believe. But as long as we keep it civil, and, and I think tonight's talk was very lively. It was entertaining. It was fun. And uh, things like this, you know, too bad the more people wouldn't join us like they did tonight. We had. I'm looking right now. We had 27 people on the call tonight total between, oh, between, between phones and computer. And that's, that's uh, except for the Vance Savage call. That that's one of the biggest ones. So except for the what? Except for the what? 
Vance Savage call about the uh, discovery. Uh, uh, Mary Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, then you know, uh, Brian, don't give up. Don't give up. No, 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 no. We'll still keep, keep doing it, but just not all the time. Anyways, uh, they're going to kick us off here shortly. So, anyways, guys, thanks so much. It was a, been a great call, and I'll put it up shortly. Take care. Right. Of Thank you. Right. Bye. Yep. Keep the sunny side up. Take care. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.